You're listening to the Detroit is Different After Dark Podcast Network. You're listening to the Josh Adams Podcast on the Detroit is Different After Dark Podcast Network. Yes, yes, After Dark. I'm a different guy right now. slower video rolling uh, audio video land what's up man the josh adams podcast the last one of the year my bad let me give it the real bill the last one of the year this is the 363rd day i believe Kari fraser in the building again what up what up what up we here celebrating life liberty and the pursuit of justice, you know, we here. This been a this been a very tumultuous year. I don't know how we ended the year last year. Um, I don't know what was said. I don't know how we did the last one. Kari might remember, but uh, I don't know. We might have. What did we do? Just like a clip show, or did we actually uh, show up? We. I, I'll tell you. I'll tell you exactly what we did. Let me let me go through. Well, while he finds that, I I don't remember what it is and how we closed it out. I just remember I popped a year off with a very wild ass live video that me and the Motown Laugh Kings did. <laughs> That uh, has been taken down. <laughs> okay. Uh, it is uh, the last episode of last year was December 20th. Um, and it was is Steve Harvey a simp for letting Lori take his name. Wow. I do remember that podcast. I don't think that was supposed to. That wasn't the official last one. That's the one we did. And we thought we were going to do another one. But we went. We really went in depth about the fact that we didn't think he should have took that. You know, we didn't really get it in. This is an official wrap up. But shout out to Lori <laughs> Harvey since then. Her life has changed immensely. Uh, Steve Harvey made way more money than he's ever made before. So shout out to the big homie. Uh, I look yeah, forward yeah. to meeting you and kicking it with you. I mean, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Now. Naturally, I ain't gonna just walk up on you like that. We already know how I get on. Mm-hmm. But um, how you feeling, Car? Are you good? Yeah, man, everything good. We got some interesting categories for this award show. This is the first Josh Adams podcast award show. Uh, in some of these categories, I'm gonna just throw at you. So we ain't gonna do it now, right? No, no, no. Oh, well, yeah, right yeah. Now, okay, no, I'm gonna no. say, don't throw it out there now. We ain't gonna give up too much right now. First of all, we just want to start off. EJ not gonna be here today. Mm-hmm. Uh, he got some stuff going on. Um, we'll get with him when he come back next week, man. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So EJ, very vital and important part of uh, this podcast and he came out of nowhere man so I appreciate him for coming through on the come through side of it all uh before we jump into all that stuff, man, um, let's get into what we got going on. Carl, you got anything you want to promote before the year is out? Man, same old, same old. Detroit is different. We building what we doing here. As we see, we get more organized. The video kind of came in in the, I guess, like the fourth quarter, kind of. Like, it kind of came in towards the end. And we going to have more segments, more everything. EJ is helping this build and develop big time. For sure, for thank sure. Thank you, thank you. And, and, we've, and, and we've, added, we've added people to the, to the roster. Like, tell them, like, how we mm-hmm. growing 
growing as a platform. Yeah, as a platform, definitely in the comedy world. So T-Barb is here now. Uh, Zai, who was a guest on the last crazy-ass episode, she's going to be here. Uh, Piper's back in full effect. Titties Pipe, and Tacos. Shout out to Tacos. Uh, been talking uh, about what they're going to do this season, which they have some very interesting, creative things going. If you ain't checked out that podcast, definitely, if you like this, you probably need to check out Titties and Tacos. Get too. the back That's order. Go listen, to the, go listen to the catalog. It's sensational, man. They are... <laughs> Titties and Tacos know what they doing, man. They tried to, uh, they almost tore us down with a little Me Too movement, but we fought through that. We bigger than that. We a family over here. Sometimes you try to fuck your cousins every once in a while. And there's nothing wrong with that. Shout out to Joe. We love no, you. No, not, not at all. Joe was, uh, we love Joe, but Joe was definitely. Uh, we should tag that know. episode in here when they talked about it and we did it so people can go back and do the, do the research because it's deeper than rap over here, man. Our catalog is deeper than you want to believe. Hold on, um, Nicholas Devine said, what up, Josh? Board Games is looking strong. Oh, Beer Game, he probably said. Beer Game is looking strong, and the jokes flow. Appreciate it, man. Appreciate it, Nick. You know what I'm saying? And the beard is sensational. Um, it's just all natural here, man. It's all natural here, what I got going on. Shea butter and um, some other things here. No vagina has been added to this. And um, What the hell did that got to... Vagina help, <laughs> helps your beard. You know what I'm saying? Do what it's supposed to do from what I heard. And um, okay. I haven't... Um, <laughs> I haven't, I, I haven't, um, I haven't, eat, I haven't ate no pussy in a while, and um, I was talking, I was talking to Corey about that, like, man, if you had to, uh, and I mean, for the people out there, just think about this, and I'm gonna pose this question: If the last person you had sex with is the one you gonna close the year out with, would you be proud of that? If not. Should you run out and go fuck something immediately before the year is over with? Hilarious. I mean, it, it, you're making it seem like uh, like my grandma with black eyed peas at the end of the year or some shit like that. I don't necessarily think that your sexual partner is like like basically going to set the tone of what's going to carry on into the new year. You, have you ever tried it, though? That's my thing, nigga. Like, now that, <laughs> now that I made you aware of it, Kari, are you going to try to make sure, like, damn, did my year, when my year flopped last year because uh, uh, of this raggedy bitch that I... That I let that I let have me before the year ended. So I mean, just think about that. If the person you, if the last person you had sex with, could you see yourself spending the next, the rest of your life with? Make sure the person that you fuck is of, of quality, and that's somebody you can be like, well, if I end up getting them pregnant or getting pregnant bad, I wouldn't mind being with them, even if you don't think about it, like even if you don't want to. Just make sure it's somebody of quality. And I mean. You know, mm-hmm. I'm single again. I'm back out here in this way, and I'm going to stay that way. 2022 is going to be a more celibate and dis- uh, disciplined Joshua Adams. And don't call me Josh no more. My name is Joshua. <laughs> so why are you making the switch to Joshua? Because I'm a whole new man now, dog, coming into the new year. <laughs> Everything is different about me, man. If you call me Josh, I will not answer. <laughs> the podcast is with his name. We can't change that now. <laughs> but when you see me, hey, what's up, Joshua? Or Mr. Adams. Don't call me, don't, don't call me Josh, bro. You likely to get swung on. Real talk. But uh I got some stuff coming up. Let's mm-hmm. see here. Uh but I actually got man, I just found out Roxy Reynolds got a page on Instagram. She's changed her <laughs> life around. It's nothing too salacious. She's married now. Hey, if you out there okay. and you want to follow Roxy Reynolds, if you remember who Roxy Reynolds is. Okay, Roxy Reynolds is an adult star. A legend in the film, uh, uh, adult film what, game. A black, well, black adult, what they uh, ebony, ebony. 
adult star. Bro, she's just an adult film star. Stop putting categories and boxes on our people. <laughs> the woman right here, y'all go follow her, man. She married now. She's a promoter, a producer, an entrepreneur, and um, she is literally like uh, the Cicely Tyson of the adult film industry. The Cicely Tyson. You go support that queen. She's changed her life around, and if you've seen her, she really put on good performances. and she still look good. She still look good. But um, <clears throat> let me follow her, though. <laughs> Start my year off like that, supporting somebody. Supporting like she need somebody. me. She got eight hundred twenty-one thousand people following her. Okay, um, here let's get to some stuff here. I want to promote where I'm gonna be at. Mm-hmm. Um, the last show of the year for me is looking like uh, it's gonna be at the Ann Arbor Showcase out in Ann Arbor. Mm-hmm. Um, seven thirty is tomorrow. I know that's a little short notice, but if you ain't got nothing popping, no, my daughter is calling me. If you ain't got nothing popping tomorrow, man, please pop up, come through, see some comedy before it's all said and done for the years out. That will be my last show. I got a, I got a, uh, I got a show on New Year's Eve, but that's probably like a private party. But this is here is for everybody. Seven thirty, Ann Arbor Showcase. Come holla at your boy, and um, I'm popping the year off, 2022. You can catch me at the M. RCC um, doing the food jokes and um, comedy show. It's food and jokes. Uh, it's thrown by my guy uh, Bo and Zo. That's going down. That's on January the 7th. It's me, Horace H.B. Sanders, uh, Bobo Lamb, and Rodney Perry. You know, so if you're familiar with Rodney Perry, he was on the Monique show. He was in a lot of Tyler Perry films. OG in the comedy game. He actually was a guest on this podcast during the pandemic. He came on. So shout out to the OG for coming and showing um, a young unknown nigga some love. Mm-hmm. And January the 8th, I'm at the State Theater. Um, comedy show put together by a lot of scammers and drug dealers. Shout out to my dog, <laughs> Mr. Nor- uh, Mr. Northwest 87. It's me, Jay Will, Tattoo Man Page, T Barb, my label mate. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, if this death row, I would be who? And then she would be who would she be? Lady of Rage? So, so I, I think if this was, if this if death this was row. the row, because uh, she coming in after, you'd be like Snoop. Mm-hmm. And she'd be like, uh, who's somebody? Michelle? 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 Who would she be? I don't know. You want to uh, make her pop. Like, all right, then we're going to make her pop. No, nah, I was going to say, okay. I mean, it wasn't that many women on Death Row. So I guess like Rage. Yeah. All right, then. Well, me and the Lady of Rage of Detroit is different after dark. We'll be at the State Theater. Like I said, you heard the lineup. It's going to be crazy. Um, Tap in, get in, get in, where the fuck you fit in at. So uh, that's what we had to promote there. And um, now we can get into our year in review, man. Um, We already talked about the growth of the podcast and the network. You see, we stepped our shit up here. Look at this. This wasn't here at the beginning of the year, y'all. No. (laughs) This is $40,000. We paid for this. That's forty thousand dollars. That's forty fucking thousand dollars right there that we just paid for that right there. So that shows y'all that the money y'all been giving and supporting us with, thank y'all. You know what I'm saying? Big time. You want to sponsor some? Do it here. It can be right here on this forty thousand dollar thing that we just do this. Look at this. Uh. <laughs> it's like a mini Soul Train Board award. Like on the Soul Train Board, like when they be doing the names, they be like, "Hold on, what is this?" They be like, "Rock him." And they do shit like that. Um, okay. Gr- growth of the podcast. You got a you got a shout out. What we got, uh, Nick, Nick? What do you say? Nick Nick is saying I'll pray for a queen to fall onto you at the New Year's Eve party, and you can just start 2022 with the new smash. Nicholas, I appreciate that because you feel like you helped me out. But what I'm going to do is rebuke that because. Um, <laughs> I'm going in celibate, man. Pussy ain't did nothing but ruin everything that I ever had built and that I thought was pure. Pussy is the evilest thing on earth. It's not money. Pussy is the root of all evil. So, yeah. So, 
No vagina for me all 2022. I gave up pork <laughs> four years ago. I'm giving up pussy as of 2022. So uh, I appreciate it. Hopefully I meet a woman that I can build with on some business type stuff and maybe form a real friendship and build a foundation from there. And then we can take it from that point on wherever we decide to go. But um, And I'm stepping outside of my race when it comes to dating as well. I know I've said that several times. Hilarious. But I'm dipping my toe into the game of white, Asian, and... um. <laughs> What else is out there for me? White, Asian, and Chaldean. <laughs> well, I got to... Well, that means I'm going to pick the song of the day today. And then I'm going to have you break the lyrics down. Ah. On that same Shout out tip. to Car. So he's going he gonna to have a song of the, uh, song of the year. We gonna, that's going to be the song of the year. Okay. All right. So uh, let's get into some stuff on the news. Um, tip of the game here. Kari been bringing this up back and forth, and mm -hmm. people have a problem with it. And this has been one of the biggest stories of the year. Kanye, Kanye West is our man of the year. Um, I know they <laughs> want to give it to Elon Musk, but Kanye West has had a very tumultuous year. Yeah. In the news, like I mean, I, he's become a billionaire. He's probably been a billionaire, but mm -hmm. he's been a billionaire. His shoes. Uh, mm -hmm. He's dropped an album, and he's changed it several times, and he's done something I've never seen before: a, a live concert. listening party mm -hmm. at a stadium and um troubles with his wife and he's um i mean put it like this he's our simple of the year can I, can we do that yeah yeah we can let's give that. it up for yeah. that kanye yeah. west is okay. our simple, simple of the year, year. <laughs> that's our first award we giving away today is uh kanye west is our simp of the year this is our first one our inaugural simple of the year kanye west has gotten it. His wife has left him. She's divorcing him. And now she's dating a comedian from SNL, Pete Davis. And Kanye has currently made songs. And she's been at the concert with the babies and freestyle songs and was like, change the mm -hmm. song up, like, come home, please, Kim, I want my family back. He went on the Drink Champs in front of Noriega and EFN and said, listen, I want, to, I want my family back. And mm -hmm. she don't want it. And he's currently bought a home across the street from where they used to live at were yeah, together I mean where where, yeah where they were I mean as the story goes anything involving the Kardashians it could all just be clout chasing but we're gonna go on this being the truth that they are actually going through a divorce and Kanye West has purchased a home across the street to be closer to the family because he wants his family black and uh, one of the points that I brought out in the text message thread that me Josh and EJ share is the whole concept of if Pete Davidson has moved into that house mm -hmm. as reckless and crazy as they try to make Kanye seem, mm -hmm. how reckless and crazy is that to move this man in that don't really have a relationship with your kids, you mm -hmm. ain't really finalized a divorce, that is some wild shit to that's, me. That's, no, and, no. and nobody's really bringing that point up and that really needs to be brought up because... At first, when I thought moving across the street, like, man, that's very aggressive. But then when I think if you move in another man in the house, that's more aggressive and that's very out of pocket. I didn't know that she moved him in. I thought that he was just probably over there. I know they've been saying out together. She, he drove her Bentley around and all of that stuff. But I didn't know that he moved in. Now, Pete Davis, I don't know what he on. As far as like, you know, you've been dating somebody for a while. It's like you got your own money and I get it. But like who just moves in with somebody off the bail, my dog? Like, so that will make stuff crazy. And um, I don't feel bad. Like I mean, like I said, I can relate to Kanye because I am a super simp at heart. That's mm -hmm. why I'm a, a lot of times I'm in the situations I'm in. Runaway is 
like a story out of my life. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like I've lived that life. I'm an asshole. I've done fucked up shit. But you know, I love you. But my thing is this: <clears throat> if he want to buy, if he he's got the money, if I want to move across the street from my family, I'm gonna do that. I'm used to waking up with my daughters in my bed, my son over there, and now they can't. I don't want them to have to drive 15, 20 minutes, even if it's five. I'm gonna be across the street, and they can see me whenever they feel like it. they can cross the street and come holler at their pop. So I don't think that's crazy. But again, Kanye West, our Simple of the Year, sponsored by Yeezy, which is crazy. I didn't even know that that, that he was they was a sponsor of this year's uh Simple of the Year award. Kanye West got it, man. Congratulations, my brother. Yeah. You took Simp into a whole nother level, my yeah, brother. He, he he did, and I do think I, I feel where you're coming from. It can be aggressive, especially going through a divorce. I think like maybe paying for uh joint custody, but I, I don't know. I mean, if he really going through that shit, and I don't necessarily know if Pete Davidson has moved in, but just knowing that he spent a night and drove do the car and shit, that's that, and you ain't finalized a divorce and you got kids in the house. I want to say they got like three, three, four kids. Like Four kids. Yeah, four kids. That's, you can't be having no random goddamn man. That's, that. first off, but it's Ryan stepping for Pete, it's Ryan stepping for Pete Davidson. Oh, for sure. As he a man to do crazy. some shit like that. He can spend a night, he can't up. move in. Especially being that Pete Davidson is one of those people that speaks about the mental health and like I think people was going in on him over something and he was like, hey man, you know, I need back away from me. It's like, where is your sympathy for another man knowing that he got four kids and she going through a divorce and ain't final? You need to keep this shit real low key. And Pete Davidson is going into like simple of the year. He going to go into running for sucker of the year because that's some sucker shit to do. You shouldn't be doing no shit like that for anybody. So he shouldn't what? I mean, I don't think he moved in, but he's he doing sucker shit because he decided to like spend a night over the chick house he kicking it yeah, with? Yeah, you, you can't spend a night over a woman with four kids and she's still Why going and the divorce ain't finalized? Nah, man. Why he can't? can't shit, no, I respect that. Like, put you it like this. You can't do that. Four, I would never kids, mess with a married divorce. woman until it's over with. Yeah, I would never mess with a married woman until it's over with. Um, You don't play with that no matter how contrived or scripted or that yeah. relationship is yeah. you wait till it's finalized yeah. so I see what you're saying so I guess I can't fight it because I don't agree with him doing that so I guess he would be able to be running for sucker of the year um, yeah I'm not saying he won it but it definitely puts him in that category he's nominated especially being that he's big on the whole um, mental, mental health thing yeah, mental health. it'd be different if and it's no Kanye offense, documented trip. no offense to future but like if it's future and, and you assume future move and slaying that game you know what I'm saying even with Scottie Pippen White but being that being that uh, Pete Davidson has asked for the general public to empathize with him and not talk shit about him over shit like this and him being that reckless in the house with four kids come on man you can't be doing no shit like that that's some sucker shit sucker shit for sure sucker mm-hmm. shit for sure so mm-hmm. um, I don't but how do you feel about Kanye moving across the street like I mean like I said I just gave you my, uh, my the way I feel about that like I don't have a problem with it he got the money he want to be close to his family do you think he's tripping? I think it's a it's it can be seen as an aggressive move, especially a black man moving into like what's that, the hidden hills and shit like that. Uh he, but he was a, a black man who already lived he, in hidden he hills. He was a celebrity, but you still always, you know, OJ Simpson. So I mean, I, I look at it like um and right now we just setting up Kanye West yeah. moving across the street from Kim Kardashian. He got mm-hmm. our uh he's a simp of the year. <laughs> I, I think it's 
I think it, it's it's an aggressive move. Um, I, I think because the kids and the family and everything, and he wants to still be present. Mm-hmm. I understand, but I think it can be seen as aggressive. I saw a lot of women put up posts saying like I was afraid, and I had so many stalker vibes. And I saw like I'm probably read like about seven posts about how just even seeing that story triggered those women to, you know, kind of trigger some of their past trauma from men that but is that uh, stalking when you buy real estate from across the street it's one thing if he park his uh, charger outside your house and wait for people to come in and out this man bought real estate across the street he's not really stalking a homeowner It, it, but it's in the same vein because basically now you end up with your car parked outside every day okay but I'm a homeowner and these are my kids you know what I'm saying so it's it's, it's not the same thing I love how people attach themselves to what's going on with a celebrity when there's not the same thing at Mm -hmm. all um um, uh, it's easy to be triggered like you know what I'm saying and, and, and in New Year can we do a thing here can we stop being so triggered by stuff <laughs> can we stop like bending things to the point and moving the goalposts so close that it's like yeah that's close to me and I can, can relate to that no you can't relate to that Yo, unless, you, unless your stalker bought the apartment across the street uh, hall from your apartment, you can't relate to that. That's not that, stalkerish. That is. That's a man who who was was in love, and uh, he's divorcing his wife, and he has kids. You can't relate to that. That, that does seem like some shit off of a Lifetime movie, though. <laughs> like you go through the divorce, and then you open you open your apartment door, and the dude is across the way. Like, yeah, I live here now. Or, or like one of the weird Tyler. You ever see that Tyler Perry movie with uh, Jesse Smollett, uh, sister? No, where, which one? And Brandy and Brandy got HIV, and the guy I don't know shit. What the? Fuck oh is yeah, that? I know what movie you, you know talking, talking about. about uh, yeah. Where they got AIDS at the end, <laughs> yeah. and then uh, Lance uh, crosses in that. Anybody who know the title of that movie, put it in there. But I remember that movie. The bald head dude had a plane, and they was flying around, and then she had AIDS, and then Mariah Carey was like a social worker. Yeah. No, no, no. Mariah Carey was a yeah. social worker in, in uh, Precious. Precious. She yeah, wasn't but, in that one. It, but she became like a social worker. Yeah. It's like he opened her up because she Kim Kardashian is in that movie as strange as, as we talking about it. I'm about to look that movie up because I know what you're talking about. <laughs> I wonder if that house was. But, but but who was stalking who? Nobody was talking nobody in that. Like she left her husband. Well, was her husband? He was trying to get her back. So that's my thing. Like y'all ladies say y'all want a man to apply pressure. But then like when a man fights for what he want, you want a guy to apply pressure when you still want him. Yeah, when you want him. But yeah. when it's longer over. You, it's, he, it's, anything, it's, it's, I, we've established this whatever a man do when they don't like you you creepy like just period if they don't like you it's creepy you could say hello and it's like why he say hello like that I mean you know it's just like that let's see Nick guy I wonder if that house was even for sale or did he just go there and make an insane offer uh, ain't no telling he may have made that insane offer you know he what I'm saying did. especially probably, you know for, for the value it's like he not buying it for the real estate he buying it to be closer to his kids yeah he probably for sure just went over there with a blank check and was like look uh, here go Big Sean Masters um, I want this house and they was like ass <laughs> ass shout out to my guy for, um, <clears throat> famous Frank James it was called Temptation okay yep I remember that movie Temptation 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 <laughs> yep that's what the movie was called Cause uh, the movie was very scary because she was having sex and um yeah she got AIDS and then I mean luckily she never gave her husband no more of that of that tainted pussy and he was good after that and then he I think he moved on and got married and then oh yeah the girl became 
a social worker and yeah. then that's what it was. Yeah, Tyler yeah. Perry movies be dark. Shout out to the big homie Tyler Perry, another billionaire. Yeah. Um <clears throat> we got anything else we want to cover in the news? I mean, I think we really we kind of we nah, kind of awards put huh? a bow on that. You already went into uh one of the awards so we can go into the next award. I mean, we kind of just made that up. Do we want to um yeah, low yeah. our load this fast, this quick? Yeah, let's go cuz it's enough awards. Is it? Yeah, man, I got a lot right. of Do that got anything to do with our fav- our favorite moments of this shit too? This all tied yeah, into yeah. that. All, everything our... going to that. All right, well go ahead. I'm going to let Kari do it. Kari put the hell out this show. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. All right. Drum roll. Like, uh, all right. Now, with these categories, Josh don't know what these categories are. So I'm going to just throw some things at him and then see if he can remember. All right. So first going to be from the last podcast. That's as far back as I can remember. Yeah. Basically. So it's going to be sad. And and I'm going to throw other stuff he should remember. So um, we're going to say Wild Boy of the Year. Uh, we gotta go wild boy of the year. Uh, and let's give let's give the categories, okay? And some of these things will go a, a couple different times. So wild boy stories. You ain't, of got, the year. you ain't gotta run it down. You ain't gotta run it down. You ain't gotta run it okay. down. Okay. Oh, you just gonna go off the top and yeah, then yeah, yeah. we'll go off the top. We, and then we gonna come up with way. a joke and then and then we we'll vote and then we'll talk consensus. Yeah, we gonna talk. I mean, we we don't mm. do jokes here. Shit just okay. funny naturally on this show. All right. And we gonna make it run like that. All right. So Wild Boy of the Year, I mean, I, I wanted to, I wanted to find a way to put that in there, but it is easily it's Paul Pierce, Paul Pierce, Paul, Paul Pierce. Pierce. I'm is, saying from the show. From oh, our from show. our show, Wild Boy yeah, of the yeah. Year. Wild Boy of the Year from the show. Oh, Wild Boy of the Year from our show. It would have to be, uh, um, and I guess we got to give people points to be able points of reference. Um, it would be Rap Talk from the first live podcast. <laughs> The first live podcast that ruined my uh, the house party. <laughs> that's got me single right now. House um, party one, it was uh, me. But yeah, rap talk came on there. Uh, amazing poet rapper also has a, a podcast, and I, I don't know it, so God forgive me for that. If I find out what it is, I'm gonna shout it out next year. He came on. He was in there, and he he, he got warmed up. At first, he was chilling. That drink got in him, and he started working his way to that mic, and um. He came on there, man. He was just like, man, it was like Steph Curry. He setting that record for the three-pointer in Madison Square Garden. He came through, and he was talking about, yeah, man, I be peeing on these hoes. Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and he said it like that. I'm not I'm not paraphrasing. He said, bro, I be peeing on these hoes. And I was like, what do you mean? And then he just went in depth about him okay. peeing on women. Okay, so if you're interested in this and uh, you checked it and checked the record of the podcast, this was the podcast for August 7th, uh, and it's titled Sex Under a Semi-Truck. Getting her to swipe it, and the cu- the couple that gets them. That's the name of the podcast. So August seventh, two thousand and twenty-one. That is the episode. So yeah, rap talk. I, I also got a couple other ones uh, to we throw jump at you. around. You ain't gonna throw that one around right there. But shout out to that day. That was the day my birthday. That was my thirty seventh birthday. How old am I now? Thirty seven. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my thirty seventh birthday. Mm-hmm. And um, the Josh Adams um and friends weekend was amazing. We did a comedy show. Shout out to everybody that came out and supported that. Shout out to the sponsors, uh, Sweet Tea Leaf. Shout out to uh, 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 Key Sling and Drinks, um, Ken Math. Shout out to everybody that came out and supported that weekend from the comedy show to the live podcast to the uh, celebrity, celebrity, to the comedian softball game that we did at Bill Out. It was big shit. We're going to do it again next year, and it's only going to get bigger and better. We're going to have more fun. So uh, shout out to Rap Talk for being the wild boy of the year for peeing on women. Possibly, possibly, but we also, you know, got to put the other one in No, that nigga got it. That nigga got it. He went you think, crazy. You you think okay 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 because crazy. like if I don't know the committee gotta gotta throw in you know JD's wild ass story. 
What what JD story is? JD uh JD story about the lifestyle. Oh, his uh, when he talking about the lifestyle. He lifestyle. I mean, JD didn't go come, in the story of the JD year. JD was a part of it, so he might be like uh uh like best supporting character in the wildest shit that happened on this podcast. Mm-hmm. But that wasn't him. Like JD just was a like that was God. Like JD didn't come as hard. Like rap talk took the game in his hand and went and. <laughs> Did everything. <laughs> if nobody else said nothing that day, rap talk made it possible. Was like, dog, he fucked me up. I was captivated the whole time. It was like watching a train wreck. And rap talk did his motherfucking thing. <laughs> JD always come through. He come through and do JD. I wasn't even impressed by what JD did. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Like JD might have tried to do too much, but everything around him carried him. He had a good team, a part of that show that carried JD. JD was a part of a good team. So you know, shout out to JD and them. Like you know, but no, rap talk. Is like he's the MVP. Okay, the MVP of Wild Boy of the Year. And the wildest he, boy. You, you had the uh, the wildest boy, and then you also had uh, the national perspective from Paul Pierce. Oh yeah, Paul Pierce just uh, that was my scandal of the year. Like uh, the fact that Joshua Fool, you, I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Let me make sure I read that right. Uh, dollar sign Joshua Fool, you? Uh, no, that's um, no, it's not spelled that way. It's uh, J O S H U A F O O L. So it's not really spelled you a fool. It's spelled Joshua, like J O S H U A, fool, F O O L. Yeah, yeah, that's how I spell Nick. Um, if I'm not sure if y'all remember, ESPN fired Paul Pierce for playing poker and getting his hair cut and throwing poker chips at strippers. And I'm gonna even know if they strippers. They was girls just shaking their ass. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. My cash app, yeah, yeah. Shout out to Nick. I guess he's trying to uh, give a nigga a little money. Um, I should have put it up here as opposed to the podcast <laughs> name. But uh, yeah, Joshua Fool. So J O S H U A F O O L. Yeah, like Joshua. Yeah, Joshua, fool. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like Joshua in the Bible with a fool at the end of it, with that uh, with the white man's dollar sign in front of it. Now, uh, <laughs> yeah, scandal of the year, in my opinion. Paul Pierce got fired for just doing what most of the NBA um fans do: watching, playing poker, getting their hair cut around a very thick, vivacious woman, shaking that ass meat while he's sitting in the back in the cut <laughs> and he's smoking me. weed and they fired my baby and um, um I guess he got something big planned in the future he was doing a lot of boxing stuff I seen him doing some analysts for that but uh, that was my scandal of the year I mean um, I felt that was uh, wrong because what do you think the people that watch the NBA are doing reading the Bible while they watching the NBA no they fooling they smoking weed they drinking it might be a stripper around they having a good time it's way worse things going on in the world do you understand what do you think Daryl Curry doing what do you think he did after his son uh, set that record you seen him with them three Chaldean girls <laughs> what you think what you think Daryl Curry on NBA ESPN you wrong for that hold on hold on hold on pause before we move and do anything I want to show a little love and shout out one of my OG's in the game who just tapped in with the one love uh, JB one mm-hmm. of my OG's in the game um, one of the funniest comedians in the world in the country uh, gave me a lot of game and yeah. um, classic 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 jokes uh, uh, Skittles to the back of the head uh, Martin Luther King oh man getting into a fight oh man he got some jokes man just want to give a big shout out to my OG man um, happy new years to you man we gotta get you up here man and if I got I'm gonna come pick you up Fuck that. I ain't waiting on you. I'm going to come pick you up. So shout out to my OG who tapped in with me, man. I love to see that. All right. All right. So next category, uh, we're we going to go to... Um, 
wish she had an OnlyFans of the year. Now, this could be in a national or a local capacity. Wish she had an OnlyFans of the year, as OnlyFans was a hell of a topic, not just on this show. Because they tried to shut it down. Like, this was the year they tried yeah. to shut it down and yeah. everything. Yeah, yeah. OnlyFans was um, on the pulse. You know? So so you know? the, the category is what about it? No, no. Wish. Wish she had an OnlyFans. Oh, so we wishing if she had... And only fans. And only fans. Ooh, who would I wish? Because I have supported. <laughs> I've supported about two young ladies. Um, I've supported about two young ladies. Um, only fans. Twelve ninety nine is not. That's not too much to ask to see you naked. <laughs> if I had to think of somebody that I wish had an only fans. <sighs> would it be uh okay now do you want me to throw out some of the women most uh some of the women most talked about on here so let's let's yeah, go you down can throw the some list. names out there okay we definitely have uh you speak a lot of mm-hmm. summer walker the singer yes no, you okay. speak a lot okay. of ashanti Love her music. the vocalist shout out to ashanti you speak a lot of uh um, jt JT from the City Girls. And we also speak a lot of Light Skin Keisha. Light Skin Keisha. Those are four young ladies that I have a nice, uh, that have a great affinity for. Summer Walker is more music than anything. Ashanti, I'm just amazed at how. Uh, how she's evolved and how she's grown and how she's just still at this age of 42 years old or 43 or whatever she is, she's still just scandalous. Like, all these years through the Murder, Inc. versus 50 Cent shit, she's still out here unscathed. Nelly did her dirty and uh, she's still looking amazing. So, Ashanti, I wouldn't want her to have OnlyFans, you know what I'm saying? I like how she gracefully just is going throughout life. JT from the City Girls, um... Oh, no problem, JB. No problem. No problem. Um, JT, if she had OnlyFans, I mean, JT actually went live and her nipple came out uh, via live. So I seen those titties before, so I would not pay for something <laughs> I've already seen. And then the last person was uh, Light Skin Keisha. Yes. Light Skin Keisha. If Light Skin Keisha had OnlyFans, would I want to see it? Mm. No, I wouldn't want to see it. I okay. wouldn't want to see it. Okay. Uh, right. If. Uh, OnlyFans. Who would I want to see with an OnlyFans? Somebody out there. Uh, we also had a long Britney Renner discussion on this podcast. Shout out to Britney Renner. No, not her either. Mm-hmm. She she ain't, she don't, she don't really hit it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's actually somebody I follow on Instagram, and I only want to throw their name out there. It's actually just a regular. It's a regular bitch that I would like to see have OnlyFans, and I'm not even gonna put her name out there. <laughs> But I'm going to just think about it real hard and hopefully let it come out. <laughs> hopefully she fall on hard times or decide that she got a little more money that she can make on the side. She know who she is. She know who she is. She know who she is. <laughs> she know who she is. I would put it on here, but I feel like that would be like. Yeah, that's putting somebody on blast. Oh, fuck it. Creep it. Let me, let me see this. <laughs> I feel like I'm cheating y'all by not really giving y'all somebody. Yeah, you got to give us somebody. I feel like I'm cheating y'all by not giving y'all somebody. It could be a celebrity. Um, so that way the, the, the general public knows Somebody in the general public That they know uh, Savannah Savannah James Oh, here we go. The I mean, one. but I would just want to see her cook. All I want to see her is cooking and stuff like that. I would like to see her cook and talk about raising her children. Nothing other than that. Savannah. Savannah James. That, that, another controversial would not, I would not, uh, the, the classic, I respect LeBron James so much that I would not even um, consider anything with Savannah. So definitely, that's the only fans. Like, even if, even if the only fans rip came to me, 
I wouldn't even look. Carry a goddamn lie. I would I would not look. Josh would be like, yo, this shit wild as hell. I'd be like, can't do it, brother. And then reality, the man, me. can you can you uh give that can you give that money back? Kari would beat his dick with the rawest shea butter he could find. <laughs> If Savannah put it up. But I'm not talking uh, nothing sexual. I just would like to see her on it because people think uh, OnlyFans got to be some sexual shit. It don't. I would just like to see her talk. And um, I would. she seems like she's a very graceful woman. She carries herself like uh, uh, she's all the confidence in the world. And I would just like to see and hear her talk and do different things. And I'm um, like something I can sit down with my daughters and be like, look, this is what you do. This is who I want you to be like. Nothing sexual at all. Shout out to Cardi B for being a... Uh, the creative director over there at Playboy Magazine, um, I, that's a big deal. Uh, I just think that's a power move. I love Cardi B, the way she reinvented herself and went from uh, like an, uh, a stripper to this, to this like icon, bro. Like, I mm -hmm. mean, one day we gonna look back and be like, bro, this was like one of the most amazing transformations yeah. we've ever seen. And she still don't see, her nose is getting a little more pointy and I can tell that they poking around and fucking with that. But outside of that, she the same motherfucker. Shout out to you, Cardi B. We ain't got nothing but love for you, my baby. All nothing right. but love. Shout out to you on Offset. Okay, all right. And so, they still be acting like they fuck a lot. Like, I be seeing yeah. them go live, and he be like, man, suck my dick on the live, and she be in the bed naked. Like, they really sleep in the bed together. Like, I don't yeah. think Jay-Z and Beyonce sleep in the bed together mm -hmm. a lot. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree with you. Yeah, we talked about that. No I, disrespect. I, I mean, I shouldn't have to say that. But y'all in the public eye. Y'all getting millions of dollars. I should be able to say something about y'all. All right. So uh, next category, <sighs> I'm bouncing around. Wildest girl of the year. We can go national and we can go uh, from the podcast. From the podcast, wildest girl of the year. Uh, <clears throat> uh, I mean, this person might get two of them. But just to, so that way we don't have a... Um, uh, uh, you know, uh, overload of people that we talking about here, and I hate to use it from the same. You know what? A lot of people came out of that first podcast. I think wait, that wait, first wait. podcast is like uh, like uh, University of Miami, where they put out all these <laughs> professional players. That first live podcast, people came out and they showed their ass, and people came out and showed their greatness in that podcast. I would really want to say that because it's two girls, it's two women from that podcast that really showed out. Um. But yeah, I mean, she didn't. We don't know her name, but it was a young lady there. Who, she was the reason we named it what we named it. She fucked under a semi truck. She was cool with fucking with girls. She was fucking guys, um, hamsters, just all types of wild shit. She showed up and um, she just barely missed it. Like barely missed rap talk. Rap talk just took over, but she was right behind them. She was like right there in the MVP votes. So she's the wildest girl in my opinion. We don't have a name for it, but shout out to the light-skinned girl with the glasses on. <laughs> light-skinned girl with the glasses on. <laughs> she know who she is. Shout out for June. Semi-truck. <laughs> shout out to CDL. <laughs> she was talking about fucking under a semi-truck. That's dangerous. Hey, but she talked that it. shit. So shout out to the queen one time. Wildest girl. Nationally, is it a wild girl? I guess Brittany Winner would get that because the fact that she went to Jackson State and said, hey, listen, hide your sons because I will fuck them and have a baby by them. Yeah. So shout out to Brittany Renner. That's not wild. I think that's just um, kind of clout chasing. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was thinking. I think so. that's a little clout so chasing. So we just going to keep it local then. We're going to keep it uh, we'll keep, on podcast. We'll keep it on, on, on brand. Okay, and keeping in that same vein of on brand, Rookie of the Year. Uh, rookie of the Year is... Uh, uh, it's a landslide. It's no question. It's Job ja Morant. Um, she will be Lovey. She was literally on the last podcast. I met Lovey probably, uh, 
I didn't even realize I met her. She hit me up before I did the the men cheating pack. Do men um uh, uh men cheating too? Why do men cheat too? Uh, uh panel. She was one of the panelists, and I, we talked and we kicked it. Then then she came and did the poetry night, and she killed us with this poem. And then she came to the podcast and performed the poem better than she did the first time. And it was almost like when Erica Badu did Tyrone live for the first time, it was like, oh, this the one we gonna do. Fuck what you recorded in the studio. This is the one. She came on here, peed in a nigga mouth or a nigga peed in her mouth. Uh, she put heels on him, fucked him, jacked him off upside down with his legs up. He came. It went down his ass. She ate the cum from between his ass cheeks. I don't know if we can talk like this, but it's, it's the last podcast of the year. And then once we got off air, she gave us more gems. <laughs> that we can't even talk I can talk about it But I'm not Like she said niggas names Like the, the niggas she was talking about Niggas in po- politics Niggas that's in the media He'll park <laughs> <laughs> We gonna block that shit Don't sue us channel 2 Put the camera back on me Don't sue us channel 2 We just talking shit It's the 363rd day of the year my baby We having a good time That's that's the rookie of the year The unanimous Nobody else came on here Like for their first time And showed up and performed like she did (laughs) Shout out to you lovey dove And I see you hitting the gym I wish I could have brought you over to my dog Jason Jameson Who was a a comedian and a trainer Had I known you was trying to get the body And and, um, get right for the 2022 Cause we all going into 2022 celibate and discipline I would have hooked you up with Jason Jameson Mm -hmm. My main man he got me tight right I think he would have got you tight right We gonna take you from that nigga over there At uh, Planet Fitness He ain't gonna do nothing but try to fuck you I'm gonna tell you that now (laughs) So you heard it here first We gonna get you from there And we gonna bring you over there to Dearborn Heights And we gonna tighten you up and get you right Alright so (laughs) Alright so so first The the podcast that he's speaking of uh, If if you follow us Now that's one that was actually in video too So uh, Why is she saying I don't need a man That's the Why is she saying I don't need a man podcast That was December 16th 2021 It was uh, definitely A classic episode Uh, Funny as hell Uh, So check that out If you haven't checked that out That story was wild Um, You know everybody was floored And kind of to the point where it's like, okay, the the poem. And it starts off early. So if you watch the podcast, like, damn near seven minutes in, she goes right into it. I was like, can you give her the poem? And then Josh was like, hey, man, yeah, we ain't trying to put people on spot like that. And I was like, nah, they got to hear this shit. Killed that and shit. she was like, fuck it. And she went at it. And like he said, she delivered even more. Like, to the point where, like, you're listening and it's just the audio of it, you're thinking, what the fuck? And I'm glad we got video because I'm sure that everybody listening is like, what does she look? I got to see this shit. I got I got to see the performance of this poetry. Go watch this assistant principal looking young lady come out here <laughs> and show y'all just how nasty women really are. And like, man, we nowhere near nasty as women can get. Nowhere near as nasty. And I want to say this. I know y'all think y'all slick, but I'm already ready for it. 2022... All you women who was fine and got your body didn't got fat asses, y'all about to buy tax services and y'all gonna be out here getting niggas to come do taxes with y'all because y'all fine as hell and thick than the motherfucker and all they using is TurboTax. Because I'm seeing a bunch of women pop up that I follow and they attractive and they got a lot of followers and all of a sudden now they got tax companies. And I'm like, you ain't no certified public uh, uh, accountant. Like, what are you doing here? You just got a fat ass and some big titties. But now all of a sudden you're going to be asking me for my social security number and my W-2. So I just want y'all to know that I see that what's coming on and I'm predicting the future now. Okay. I see what y'all on. And I'm peeping it. All right. So, yeah. But if you want to be sponsored by the podcast, I'm down for it. 
I'm not gonna knock your hustle if you wanna give me a couple dollars to be promoted on here, and I will promote the fuck out of you. <laughs> but leave that, cousin. All right, so so along those lines, the next category. Happy is... birthday, Denzel Washington. Yeah, for sure. Shout out. I get Shout out. Another Capricorn. Um, Rest in peace, John Mad. Drunk moment of the year. Drunk moment of the year. I mean, it's been so many because we do a we indulge on this podcast. But uh, I guess it would have to be Ron Taylor because Ron got so drunk that he called his mama while he was on the podcast <laughs> and got mad because uh, we was doing. Um, he brought the we the conversation up. We was arguing about R and B singers, and he was like, "Who make the best sex music?" And we he argued about how we was drafting and who we could draft. And then he stopped and called his and called called his mama on the phone. So that was my drunk. Ron Taylor gets the drunk um, the drunkest moment of the podcast because I look like nigga. You wouldn't do that on Joe Rogan shit, nigga. Don't get drunk on this bitch and get to tripping. So <laughs> that would be it. My baby Ryan Taylor out in California, IA. All Deaf Digital alumni, um, mm-hmm. Motown Lab King, the drunkest moment of the year. You know what I'm saying? My dog goes to um goes to my baby, Ronald okay. Taylor. Okay. Uh and, and then um and then for the uh for the classic, and we started telling a lot of these stories. So, simp story of the year. We we started the simp shit. I mean, it, it, it was was funny. We started it before as the tail end, but Dave Jizzle dropped some classic gems on simping. But he didn't even know he was simping. That's the thing about it. It's even sadder. Like when you don't know you simping, that you a simp. That's even sadder when you think you in control of what's going on. It's like, bro, you a whole simp out here. Like when you take a girl out to a concert. And buy her shoes and send her flowers, and she like nigga, I don't want none of this from you, like, and that's not how it happened, but you know that's how it happened. Um, I mean, it's a lot of simp stories, like, um, and then uh, I, I think, but the most painful one was the story that other Josh told was like that shit was fucked up. Oh, what did he do? Did he have like somebody call her? He paid like Fiverr. He went to a what's that shit cameo. Yeah, and had somebody hit her he up. Yeah, like Omarion. Yeah, yeah Omarion called her for her birthday, and damn, uh, I forgot about yeah, that. Man. I was that gonna was, get Josh. That on. was a tough one. That was a tough one. That might have been a simp story of the year. You know what I'm saying? That young brother didn't do nothing but want to love her, and then he was trying to put her together and build her up, and then she was hanging out with her ex, mm-hmm. and her, I think her ex walked a dog or some weird shit was going on. Like, like he was watching the dog. I don't remember what podcast was that, so they can go back and okay. listen to that one. That so, was a simp story of the year. Let's see. That was a simp story of the year, Josh came through and really showed out. He came on with his homeboys and, um, you know, they was picking with him and fucking with him, but they don't get it. That's how the game go. You're going to get, you're going to get dunked on. They time is coming. They time probably already came, but niggas going to get on here and act like they ain't never been through shit. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Western Michigan Broncos. I did a show for them uh, Friday and they had a bowl game Monday and they beat the shit out of Nevada. So shout out to them, man. That was good fun. Shout out to Coach Lester and them for having us come down and kick it. I ain't gonna lie, I was scared. End of the show, nigga. I shook every nigga hand in there. It's like 100 niggas on a football team. And, um, you know, a lot of hand sanitizer. But them boys went out there and did their goddamn thing. Shout out to the Western Michigan Broncos. Shout out to my nigga Big E, a Western Michigan alumni. Cope Aesthetic right. Hour. Podcast. Yep. All right, so Josh is taking a vow of celibacy is the episode, and that was August twenty third, two thousand and twenty one. Also, in in keeping up with uh, with these different episodes, the story of of Ron Taylor that was July nineteenth, two thousand and twenty one, and it's the best sex music and Josh Comedy Weekend celebration. We were previewing that. Uh, 
the sex music conversation was also very incoherent than a motherfucker. It was because he was drunk. I mean, we was all drunk, but he was super fucked up. But it was a good talk because it was like, all oh right, yeah, yeah, it was make the best sex music. And I think we was like, we was drafting people. And I mean, it's it's it's. This I forgot the what thing. the argument was. It was like I R don't know Kelly. what it is about some of your other Motown Laugh Kings between Jeff and Ron, but they and I'm not even an R Kelly fan like you. But when they come to music, fucking music, if you were born, I, I, I assume like 1970 up. R. Kelly probably well nineteen seventy to probably after ninety five after Al Green and Al Green after Marvin uh, Gaye Marvin Gay, it was like yeah that's what I was gonna say it's, it's it was R. Kelly it's R. Kelly like it and we came up with Janet Jackson yeah. after that but yeah. it's like not R. Kelly by a huge landslide everybody was fruit off R. Kelly tree at that point like it was yeah. like R. It was like uh, Marvin laid the soil down and R. Kelly grew from it mm -hmm. and um shit everybody else from that point was like yeah they, they are fruit off his tree a Trey songs uh, whoever you hear talk about it nigga like you know 12 plays was an album that was crazy and the only album could beat it was Tony Braxton and she needed Babyface yeah it took two icons to fuck up one nigga not to say he didn't have writers on the album but whatever man we get to talk about R. Kelly here and we seem like we support his old pedophilia we don't he just make great music yeah, yeah, we separate the Why art. Why he was doing that fuck shit. Art from the man. Um, Lock yeah. the nigga away. Speaking of which, R&B album of the year. That that moves us right into that topic. And this is on me. Personally, this is my thing here. You know what I'm saying? These niggas won't even be able to jump into it because they don't even fuck around. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> they, these niggas swimming in the kiddie pool. They, these young men are swimming in the kiddie pool. And this is just something that's uh, near and dear to my goddamn heart. But, uh... It is uh, Snow Allegra, Temporary Highs in the Violet Skies, in the Violet Skies. This young lady right here out of Poland. Album Scandalous. She going on tour right now. Uh, I don't know when her album came out. Not her. Her is in the artist, her. Mm -hmm. um, that was a close second, in my opinion. It came out this year, low key. But uh, ugh, it's tough. It's tough. Then uh, you you had me listen to that uh it's the, what you call it the uh Jasmine Sullivan do you count that that Jasmine Sullivan album, all those albums are up for R and B album of the year it's gonna be a tough one right there with that one because those three are like my shit the Jasmine Sullivan was cool hers is hard uh. I might even have to flip it to her. It depends on how I'm feeling on, on, on a given day. Her album is hard because that song Damage is like the best song of the year, in my opinion. Like Damage, that uh, that song itself is just a monster. But uh, Snow Allegra, because I don't think a lot of people talk about it. A lot of people don't know about it. And it's very creative. And she got a lot of different sounds on there. So if I had to put it gun to my head, I would go with Snow Allegra, even though I feel like her going to win it all when it comes to Grammys. But my personal pick, Snow Allegra, is the R&B album of the year. So I think y'all need to tap in with that listen to that get with you somebody at the top of the year don't if you ain't got to go nowhere for uh new year's don't sit in the house listen to some good music get some good accoutrements whatever that's you into you don't have to drink you don't have to smoke but if you do make sure it's the good shit and um just sit at the crib man create your own vibe and chill man ain't no reason to go nowhere man because it's looking like that it's looking like that uh that cov on some bullshit you know what i'm saying and if mm -hmm. it is just stay out the way
Yeah, yeah, it's definitely uh, ticking definitely. up. But okay, let's let's talk a little bit about your R and B vibes. They they come through, uh, and what you suggest? Maybe not yours, but what do you suggest for the dude that's setting up in today's play? What's the R and B vibe for? Let's say a, a, a guy that's like 26, 27, You know, the kickback beyond just you know the classic Netflix and chill. Like, how do you set the move for the conversation and R and B in the background? Well, bro, you always go and ask her what she into but you can't never lose with just bro I mean right now Summer Walker is a vibration all her own her you know what I'm saying and if you and I and you know I do the YouTube you know what I'm saying I don't do the Spotify I don't hook up my phone cause you never know who might be trying to call and throw the whole vibe on might be a girl but my thing is this um hilarious sometimes my dog <laughs> you can't lose her Snow Allegra, all those, all those women trigger some scissor. They trigger and then they get to pulling up all that good music that these women like. And a lot of times they ain't even heard it. You know, some stuff they ain't heard. I put a young lady up on uh, Snow Allegra, and you know, women love you for life when you put them on some new music. And then you always own that era. So whatever song that they come out, they always think of you. Like I remember, I told this girl this: Listen, I want you to put a playlist together of all your favorite songs, and I want to fuck you to it. So that way, every time you hear them songs, you think of me, my nigga. That was some of the coldest shit God ever put in my mind to say to this. Bitch. <laughs> Ever. <laughs> Fucked her up. You can use that too. Just be like, listen, man, send me a list of all your favorite songs because I want to fuck you to all that music. All right. So that way, when every time nah, you hear them songs, you think of the boy. Now, nah, now nah, I do got this question too. Because you you definitely got me back in this whole kick of listening to RB more modern, right? Welcome back, my nigga. So I got I got a couple different playlists and some of this modern R&B go real explicit real fast. So, like, a Janae Aiko song yes. could take it left real fast, real hard. And if you just kind of on the kickback, hey, what you been doing today? And then you hear, you know what I'm saying? Pussy Fairy. Yeah, so, like, how do you work the playlist where it ain't so damn? You know what I'm saying? Like, like what? what, what how, how do you set that up? I mean, because some of the music today jumps right out at you. These women are very sexually uh, out outward like they cool with it and I don't think any woman would be turned off by that like if it's on to come on pussy fairy come on she only gonna vibe to it if the music don't mean shit it's how you play it you can play the sexiest shit in the world and not try nothing you know what I'm saying just cause you play some sexy shit don't mean I gotta fuck you so mm -hmm. just let it play like I don't think you can really lose if you put on the right music like if you put that music on and it's in the background and just let it do what it do you straight I don't think she gonna be like like if you just got a straight freaky ass you know Playlist, nigga, you tripping, you know what I'm saying? Like, you and that motherfucker just going crazy, like, you know, Kaya, my neck, my back type shit. You doing too much. Good little vibe. Turn on some her. It's going to lead you the rest of the way. The algorithm is going to set up everything you need to do. It's going to open up every door that you want to. And at that point, she's going to be like, oh, well, can you play this? And then once she hit her back, it's going to go where it have to go. So I'm just telling you, you can never go wrong right now with Jasmine Sullivan, Snow Allegra, her, and scissor. Because honestly, you play one of them, they all going to lead to the same shit. They all going to lead to them vibes, to all them vibrations. And let them women soothe that in there. Let, them, let, let that feminine energy come in because then, you know, then that, you know, then Ari Lennox is going to come on and sit on it. And you know what I'm saying? Spit on it. I want to sit on that motherfucker. And that shit going to happen. It's going to happen. <laughs> 
you let you let you let you let Janae Aiko and Mila J talk her into coming up off that pussy. You ain't got to do nothing but sit back and be cool, and you know that she getting closer. And then you go to the bathroom, and you be like, "Damn, it's getting hot in here. Turn the thermostat up." And you be like, "I'm just getting out of my little hoop shorts and make sure you cock your dick somewhere where she can see it." And you don't gesture to her. You just put it up there so that that motherfucker is forthright. And then when she see it, y'all sitting there, y'all chilling and whatever, whatever. And then hoop eventually shorts. she, yeah, hoop shorts is always, that's, that, that's, that's lingerie for men. I don't know what white guys be wearing. Put on some cargo pants, whatever you niggas be wearing, cargo, cargo shorts pants. or whitey tighties. But come through hoop short. If you come hoop short, you put on the hoop short, she know what it is. Hoop shorts, nice fitted tee that look good on you. Look, you know what I'm saying? No. Your shape might be fucked see, up. See, this that shit. You, you, you living across the street from your girl and then you see some dude walk up in some hoop shorts with a charger around his neck and a beater on and you like what the fuck well that's why you supposed to be sitting across the street at your own house with some hoop shorts on and a beater on with a bitch coming over to come see you with the, with Donda banging out the motherfucking speakers you got in your backyard but when she come over there the vibe is set so she know what it is and then she see you get comfortable she gonna get comfortable take her shoes off kick her feet up on you you know what I'm saying and do what she love to do Ryan hating on all your white musicians he probably did he don't think Justin Timberlake know how to get no pussy <laughs> But that's how you set the vibe, fellas. Hoop shorts, T-shirt, good drink. You know what I'm saying? Hoop shorts, T-shirt, good drink, whatever you got over there. And then you let Janae Aiko and Jasmine Sullivan whisper in her ear like, get that nigga some pussy. Because that's all that music is about. Give him some pussy, he a good nigga. And then you go with that vibe, and it's going to take you where you go. I use YouTube, so sometimes I got commercials in mind, and that's okay. I got commercials, so you... It don't throw shit off. I let the commercial do what it do. You know what I'm saying? We let it play. They got to get their money, because I'm not going to pay for this shit. <laughs> I'm not gonna pay for it. All right, what about the uh okay, so let's see. I I'll go old school sometimes. I got candles and incense and shit. That's real that's old a school good style. Vibe. That, that, no, but, that nigga, that's 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 what, that what about on. the uh what about the other accoutrements? Because, you know, depending upon the age, the candles we talking weird, about twenty we talking like I say, the twenty six, twenty seven year old dude, like is he, you know, depending on how she all may want it. some she may want some They like, all love it, nigga. I'm the king like, of I'm, I'm the king of quarters, nigga. I'm the king of twenty fives, man. They <laughs> All love it. I'm telling you what they own. You light a candle, you sit back. Bro, the, no, I'm a minimalist. Less is more. They like the vibe. They sitting around, nothing going on, good food. You got snacks in there, whatever they like to eat. Drink is good, and the drink is unlimited. It ain't got to be unlimited. First of all, if she outweigh you, you shouldn't be buying no liquor no way because, you know what I'm saying, you ain't going to be able to hang with her. But a lot of times you outweigh her. So if y'all sitting over there drinking, she can't handle all that liquor y'all got over there. So you got the drinking, it's coming through. Got the chase, it's good. The liquor is going, the candles is lit. You chilling. So you can, at that point, all that good music going to do what it's supposed to do, nigga. You know what I'm saying? Betty Wright going to sing some of this. Betty Wright going to talk into that pussy. And then you let Kells come through when he come through. When it happened, it happened. All right, now... All right, now let's work that vibe from the other angle. Okay. The movie versus the versus the music play. What's the difference between them vibes? It's a difference because if it's a movie, you really got to pay attention to the movie. So if you watching a really good movie, like some shit that people get into, like, damn, y'all watching Squid Games, you really want to know what's going on in the story to know why, like, why 161 acting like a whole-ass nigga? <laughs> so... You must not if you unless you're just really trying to kick it. But if you're trying to really get somewhere with this girl, you got to play something like music is a good undertone, so you can jump in and out of music. A, a movie you can't. So if you're watching a movie, 
I mean, if you gonna watch a movie, fuck it. Just make sure some shit that nigga. You can't never go wrong with Soul Plane, man. It's enough celebrities of Soul Plane to be like, oh, okay. And then it's not good enough, and it's terrible enough for y'all to just be able to start fucking where you can play a role. Start where you like, well, damn, Kevin Hart. You like, wait a minute, Snoop Dogg a pilot? Like, and you just get thrown off, and you ain't, you don't miss shit. You like, what Dale Hughley doing in the bathroom? And but you can just still get off like that. So if you're trying to fuck. Soul Plane always a good movie to put on and fuck to in the background. <laughs> but don't watch like, you know what I'm saying? Like, don't watch like a Godfather Denzel Washington, Harlem and shit like don't that. Don't watch like or, a Denzel Washington movie. Yeah, nigga, don't, nigga, don't watch that. Nigga, don't watch great, John, de- don't watch great debaters. Yeah, great debaters. Because she going to be like really paying attention to that shit. You can't watch nothing like that. Well, nigga, I'm telling you, nigga, Soul Plane is a movie to fuck to. <laughs> so it's like that's what's so weird it's like so for for if you watching something it needs to be more surface and things you can't pay attention to but that's if sure. the music you gotta set the atmosphere a whole lot more with the music the music subconsciously sets in and does what it's supposed to do a movie distracts you from what you're doing cause you might be trying to grab a titty and she like move and cause you cause that sensation of playing with her titty is fucking her up like <laughs> Why won't they just put John Q's son on the list? Like, <laughs> she she really want to know. Like, she don't want to be stimulated like that. She want to understand, like, why won't they put this boy on the list? Now, you watching, you know, music is just in the background. It's just, it's, nigga, it's just creating a loop and a vibe and putting her where she need to be. So it's like music, you can't go wrong because music live in your subconscious. A movie, you got to be right there for, you know what I'm saying, up front with that shit. So don't watch no movies if you can. But like I said, um... If you do watch a movie, nigga, like I said, you cannot go wrong. You cannot go wrong with Soul Plane. Mm-hmm. And um, you cannot go wrong with uh, uh, the Jackson movie. You know what I'm saying? The uh, American Dream. Because that movie the just, Jackson the movie long and everybody done seen it a hundred times. It's a good movie to fuck to. You know what I'm saying? It's a good movie to fuck to. The Jackson Five, American Dream. You can't go wrong what about, with that. Uh, okay, what about what about the new hood movies? Can you can you throw on some Tubi shit? I wouldn't do that because the movies so bad they good. You know what I'm saying? But you can always Tubi is full of movies you can fuck to all through that. You can turn them on and just fuck because it's all like it's it's niggas in Jacksonville selling dope, getting robbed, killing somebody. It's niggas in Dallas selling dope, robbing, killing somebody. It's niggas in Toledo, uh, they having a threesome. The lady crazy, she killed the other lady, and now the husband get and the husband done got her pregnant because she done got him drunk. And it's the same thing about this movie in Delaware. All the same, Tubi is full of hood movies that you can fuck to. So if you want to go that route, you can. But them mm-hmm. movies be so bad that it might turn her off. Like this, is dumb. It gotta be good enough for her to be like, so playing work because it's like, look at these celebrities. Ooh, they go Monique, they go Lonnie Love. You know what I'm saying? To where you gonna watch it? you like this is supposed to be good but then it end up not being like watch some more in the bathroom with uh Brian Hooks mm-hmm. you watch that it gotta be good enough to keep her but then it's just stupid and fade back to the background mm-hmm. so yeah I never go move. I go cause I wanna talk and movies you can't talk to yeah music you can talk over music and this that and the third and then you talk about tapes music you cannot go wrong music turns your situation into the movie mm. Turn your like shit it. to the movie. I like it. All right, all right. So, so along that play, all right. As the music, as the music is playing, what about food? Let's let's set the whole setting for the little homie because you know it, I think different food bring different type of energy too. What you going for? Oh man, nigga, I hate saying what I do because I'm a different type of nigga. What work for me, work for me. I don't know why God bless me. He. Was- <laughs> 
You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, I always go for whatever they want, what they like, but it's like, you know, nine times out of ten, nigga, I go to, I got a Manhattan chicken from up, from up the street from me, nigga, so it's like, what you want? You want some fries? You want some wings? You want some shrimp? Whatever she want, you get her. You make it comfortable enough for her to eat and pig out in front of you, and you don't give a fuck about crumbs on her shirt and all that. So me, I go chicken wings, whatever, you know what I'm saying? We go grab whatever she likes. So I don't know what to tell you, but... If you set the vibes the way I'm telling you to set them bitches, she gonna all that all that superficial shit gonna fall out the window. You know what I'm saying? Crab legs and let's go get all that. That's for something else. We at the crib kicking it. This some mm-hmm. old natural. We chilling type shit. The vibes is what it is. We're here kicking and having a good time. I'm learning you. You learning me. This is how you build. This is how you end up fucking the missionary position for like 25 minutes, my nigga. 25 minutes of missionary sex. Loving it. Legs wrapped around. You and her ear. Put a hickey on her motherfucking neck, nigga. We turning up. Hilarious. I'm sucking on your neck. Hilarious. Come on this dick. <laughs> and can still hear Kevin Hart and, 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 um, and Method Man in the background. <laughs> in the other room talking. It's, it's on the scene with... Hey, uh, man, the pilot fell out. <laughs> Godfrey. Godfrey and the... Uh, Shout out to the big tub. homie Godfrey. And Godfrey we trust, man. Go holler at his podcast. Godfrey fall out in the hot tub. <laughs> Quit playing with me, man. <laughs> All right, so uh, so here go we going back to the going back to the uh, to the awards that we giving out for the Josh Damn, Adams uh, for the Chase. Josh Adams show. Um, so now that le- that leads us to, and we had a lot of wild ones for this one. Story of the year on the podcast. It was a lot of crazy stories this year, but it can only be one though. It can only be one on some uh what was that? Uh some uh the Highlander? Highlander shit. It so can only I, be I can one. I can pitch out a couple. So yeah, I mean you so can I'm pitch a, out I'm one. Pitch I don't out need a couple it. for the for the category. So you got you got JD talking about the lifestyle, and it was like kind of that was a collection of stories. But I kept pushing him to the point where he was like, shut up, Corey. <laughs> <laughs> but I was yeah, I had true. to push JD because I had to find out like okay how did you keep staying in this world of the lifestyle so for people that don't know the lifestyle the lifestyle is basically people that's in the swinging um, and let's see what episode was that that was episode that was JD and the lifestyle that was November 10th 2021 JD and the lifestyle swingers and he actually brought Two young ladies that uh, that uh, swung with him on the show as well. It was very revealing. So that that was a story. Him getting into swinging. You also had um, other stories that were classic. I think. Let's see. Uh, let's see. The uh, you had the the classic story of. Man, the Joshua story, the super simp story. That was well. That was simp of the year. So you can that probably, was simp of the year. So we gonna we gonna. That's yeah. already won an award. Yeah, he already got one. Let's see. Let's see. I already know who I'm gonna go with. I don't even know why you even foolish. I already think I know who you're gonna go with. Foolish told the story of the SWAT team coming up to WJLB. That's legendary. And and trying to find them like and it was he. It was the producer at the show that helped him get out of that goddamn situation. That was April 3rd, 2021. That was a classic episode. Because he he broke down the whole story. And, and then it's also rare foolish because foolish be joking and shit and 
most times, but I think he was real serious that episode. Like, he oh, kind of sure. just kicked game that episode with us. You know what I'm saying? Oh, so it's sure. rare to catch foolish in that presence of mind. You get vulnerable like that, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's see. Um... Okay, no, nah, that's that's definitely not necessarily a story. Uh the baby smashing whinings. That was a funny was <laughs> that that was a funny episode. Hey, shout yeah. out to my dog Nicholas Devine, man. He done sent through twenty five dollars, man. Appreciate for that for sure. the year, man. For sure, for sure. Uh let's see. Are you buying hair care products at Home Depot? Oh, shout out to my guy. That was my guy, uh, Nate. Nate told a story about getting left mm. by his girl on COVID. That was a yeah. That, that was, was that year. Yeah, that was, that was a, definitely that was, one of those stories. That was yeah. one of those, but that wasn't the one. No, nah, no, nah, but that that What's was up, a heavy Christy? story because uh, Christina, that, I gotta get you on the podcast, man. Christina, man, if this is what I think it is, that was a wild story that Nate told. I don't because think that's her. when Nate told the story, I was thinking he was talking about somebody else, but he was like, "No, that shit happened to me." And he healed her through COVID, and she was dealing with like. She had like long, as they saw it, like long term effect COVID. Like, like she, she hit was it, like really. She got hit with the OG COVID that was fucking people heads up, like shit that was taking you out the game. And he was in there like not knowing what was going on and healed her back to health and everything. And um, she left him as soon as she got back, nigga. As soon as she was able to, nigga, to taste and smell, nigga, she got out and in the wind on my nigga. But that that ain't it. That's one though. Yeah. So that ain't uh, it though. So that that definitely, I, I think one of the funniest stories to me but it really wasn't the story it was more so the the song at the end when uh when we did a rendition of be careful from r kelly and sparkle oh uh, well, that was about the one of uh, friends oh yeah that was a story about uh when um a young lady that i was uh that i've been um um dealing with for uh the past for a minute um i found out that uh you know i'm thinking we getting back together just a, just the longer the short i think we getting back together everything is what it was you know traveling nurse and um she come home i get her nails did and then come to find out like you know a week maybe two later i find not even a week nigga i think nigga she still just she still smell like the salon <laughs> and um i hit her and she like oh i'm out with a friend and I'm like, a friend? Because, you know, when girls don't say the name, because she always like, girl, I'm yeah, out with yeah, uh, Bridget. Yeah. If they don't do that, they out with a nigga. And I'm like, oh. And then she broke it down like, well, I mean, I'm not, we not together. I was like, well, I didn't know that because I would have been dropping dick over in bitches had I known that we was living <laughs> like that. And I wouldn't have got your motherfucking nails did for you to be out here wrapping it around shot glasses with a nigga, uh, some nigga from the NFL. Like, you know what I'm saying? I would have never motherfucking did that. But that ain't it either. But that motherfucker right there, that's a simp story. I should have never did that. Okay. And that, that should have been a classic because uh, that also is where we talk about Lori Harvey, Mr. White Folks, and Head was on that episode. Shout out to Head. Yeah, and, shout uh, out to Mr. White Folks and Reckless Eyeballing. <laughs> Mr. White folks, but definitely the story of the year, I think. Uh, most people know this was from House Party 2. And House Party 2 uh, episode, let's see, it was dropped December 1st, the Black Friday edition. It was from Dukes. Break it down. Uh, basically, the uh, story of the year came from a label mate. Um, um, from um, my sister podcast, uh, figuring out with Dukes, figuring it out with Dukes. <clears throat> uh, she just uh. <laughs> She's an amazing storyteller by mistake. She don't really like, you know, some people just good storytellers. She not even 
she good at it and not and then, and she don't even know she good at it. Like she just be talking and giving it how you know she be giving it how it's supposed to be gave just to steal a little lingo from the women. And she broke a story down about how she met a guy or knew a guy from her past and he was in the army and then they they you know the long distance thing and they kicked it and he convinced her to move all the way from Arizona out to uh. Chirac out to where it go down at you know what I'm saying O-Block and had her move all the way there not only to live with him but she wasn't gonna live with him because he was living <laughs> with somebody else and it wasn't like he was living with a sister or a cousin he was living with a friend's girl and she sent all her stuff out there and dog just went missing on her and she was homeless in Chicago because the friend, wait, wait. Okay, so she was moving in with a man, and that man was living with his homeboy. His homeboy was living with his girlfriend. The homeboy and the girlfriend break up, and now the man she was going to, I guess, move in with, his homeboy's ex-girlfriend now got all of her belongings. Continue. I mean, these are kids, too. These ain't grown people. These are like 21, 19, 18, whatever. So relationships come and go and fade. And dog basically disappeared on her for like three months. She ended up having to live with somebody, grandma. And then the nigga popped up and came back and then she gave the nigga some pussy immediately and then the person that she was staying with was like you're homeless and then you gonna fuck a nigga in the house and you've been living here and you don't have no job and you out here on some old intern type shit and they kicked her out alright so it, it, and then even more of this so basically she was coming from Arizona to Chicago and upon going to Chicago, the reason that she was excited about going to Chicago because she had won the opportunity to uh, serve in a in a fancy restaurant in in the Chicago area, and she also was excited about seeing the man that she was dating at the time. Mm-hmm. So I'm assuming this is like an online connection that she made or whatever. Uh, shout out Black Planet or something because it's back in the day, and uh, and when she arrived in Chicago. It, the man was nowhere to be found. She had to track down her belongings and she knocks on the door, sees another woman at the door and she says, hey, is man X here? And she's like, man X is gone because he got his ass out when I kicked my man out. And that's who had everything going on. So at that point in time, it changes the dynamics of everything. And as the dynamics change of everything, she was distraught. And one of her friends from college at the time in Arizona said, hey, I'm from Chicago. My family is willing to let you stay with them. Mm-hmm. And they stayed in a high-end neighborhood. For people that know Chicago, like the high well, we doing this story, no justice. It. You got to listen to her tell that bitch. Exactly. Because you exactly. got to hear Because she still love that nigga mm-hmm. a little bit. Like, that's still in her. And you can hear her tell a story like, well, you know... So you got to listen to the second podcast that we did live. Um, the second house pod we did, bro. Listen to that. And that shit straight. Um, listen to that second podcast, that house pod we did, bro. When I tell you, it is some of the best. It's the greatest 15 minutes in podcast <laughs> history. You never going to hear nothing better than that, dog. We need to make that an NFT. I don't even know how to do that shit, that non-fungible <laughs> token shit. But that was the, like, I love the, I love the fact that this podcast has not been heard by a lot of people yet and it's kind of like having private conversations with people that we fuck with and when people go back and dissect the shit that we've talked about on here they gonna try to cancel niggas but they gonna really put us on a level that we should be at like Mark Twain 
Kane-esque type <laughs> shit come off this podcast from some of the most regular people you would ever meet. Like, this is the greatest podcast on this is one of the greatest forms of entertainment out here like and then it ain't got shit to do with me it's the people we've had on here and, yeah. and they don't even know no they don't even know yet bro i feel like no we like this this corned beef sandwich that niggas don't even know about till they go on dive dives and done whatever that show called that uh fucking yeah. uh whatever they do dive in diners and, and dri- whatever diners, dives and drives or something whatever with them white niggas <laughs> It's so many jewels, and we just be fucking around up here, and it don't. And I think I hope it, I, it's gonna continue, but I think it's because we know ain't nobody watching or listening that we had these great ass conversations with people. And when people really dig into this shit, it is gonna be sick. The shit people gonna hear on here and be like, "What the fuck is going on?" It's just it's other words. That's, so, that's Kuyava, you get it? Like literally. She probably did it two times. If we'd have did the awards the time she did it before, that she, was a wild story too. Almost she, got pimped. She turned into a prostitute. And, and, and Nick, Nick is saying the gender reveal that was that was last year. Oh, Nick, that was scandalous. Yeah, that was that hard was too. a classic one too. That that was a classic one along with the almost got pimped. And I, I believe the episode is called Almost Got Pimped. Go back to that one, man. It's uh, like season one. I don't know what season yeah, we had. Yeah, yeah, it was like she was a a a, a, a prostitute intern. She was every time. As a Something got something to do with secondary education. <laughs> she do some dumb shit. She went to Arizona and came from there and went there. She almost became a prostitute and the nigga didn't buy her no Wendy's and that's the reason that it didn't happen. <laughs> Kuyaba's an amazing storyteller, bro. And I mean, I, she don't know it on... And, and like, I don't... I'm not gonna say we bring the best out of her. She just tell a hell of a story, man. I, I still think Seven Baby Mamas from uh, JD is the best story ever told on here, which is... That's hard. Crazy that's as hard. Hell. It's hard, but it, it's hard, but it's like... He is... In denial. <laughs> That's why that one don't go crazy. Because it's like you listening to a person not take accountability for coming in seven, you know, however many people you get to make seven babies. Quiava was a, she was just in there. She didn't know what was going on. She was didn't understand that this nigga was going to be like, I need you to suck that dick for $25. She didn't know. Quiava just different, man. She just on another level, man. That And then also, it, it, this, it, uh, the weird story, June telling the story of moving in with his girl next to Infinity was very classic too because Infinity talking about all the wild shit Infinity talking see, about that's unfair next because, to June yeah, was that's you gotta tell like none of this stuff is up because on this season because this old yeah, we can't yeah, even put this here yeah. but we just letting y'all know it's so many gems in the archives that somebody gonna have to give us damn near eight figures to get the catalog <laughs> Because now that I'm sitting back thinking about this shit, when we just was on here talking and nobody was really listening and we couldn't go live and we just in here, like, I don't go get famous people. Like, I know niggas. I know some people that y'all might be interested. Like, Ryan Davis came through on some weirdo shit because Ryan brought him through. But it's mm-hmm. like, I mean, I'm sure I can go get the hottest niggas and be like, hey, can you go to my podcast? I just had... I, we just had good conversations on here with people we just know. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times, you know, I ain't my favorite people. I don't like these motherfuckers sometimes. But <laughs> they come on here and they get a platform and we talk and we have real conversation. And we come on this platform and we allow people, the, we give people the room or the leverage to be wrong. We let Dave come on here and be wrong. Cardi's been wrong on here a lot. I've been wrong yes. on here. I've been wrong on here more than I've been right. <laughs> 
I'm definitely. I got my ass kicked by, yeah. by Heather and them. Yeah, I've been wrong more than I, then I've been right on here. I come on here and tell y'all, bear my soul on here. I want y'all done see me say I'm single. I got a girl. I'm single. I got a girl. Man, I'm about to focus on me. No, nah, man, I got my girl now. Nah, I'm in the streets. Man, I'm back in the house. I want to come home. Looking in the camera, say I want to come home. This podcast is special, man. And it's the first time I ever said that. And I don't know if it's because I'm off this Casamigos that's been here since the uh, second house party. Since I I don't know Sick if this shit go. Started. I don't know if this shit spoil or not, but I'm gonna finish it off before the year over with because I don't want to bring no old tequila into 22. Because we celibate and we discipline all 22. I'm keeping my dick to myself. You can't suck this or ride this motherfucker. Okay, <laughs> so that brings us to almost canceled moment. <laughs> Of 2021. All right, the almost cancel moment goes to uh the nigga working the boards right now, dog. In my opinion, we had a podcast on here where we had a label mate that was on here uh, from uh his his problem, her words. How's that? His fault, her problem. His fault, her problems. And uh, we had uh uh my baby girl on here. Her name yeah. is uh Shari from His Fault, Her Problem was here. It was here, and we was talking about just you know when you in a relationship, you kicking, and you know. If you if, if a girl come over your career, like how I just set the vibe up, right? Girl come over, music playing, we drinking. And me and this girl has had sexual, we done fucked around before. She fall asleep naked, but I just didn't fuck because we were asleep. So I start fucking her while she not awake. And she looked like, what? And then Kari was like, Shark, you telling me you ain't never woke up and a nigga was fucking you? <laughs> Alcohol make you say some wild shit from time to time. Man, that so, nigga was like, not even I drinking that day. Curry was on water. <laughs> and he just spoke his truth. He spoke his truth. He was just like, because, and then she made us all feel weird. Which, honestly, that shouldn't even be the moment. Nope, that ain't even the moment that get us canceled. Nope, I'm not going to give you that award. But you was wild because you said it with so much confidence. And she was like, what? Carter was like, you ain't okay. never woke up and a nigga was fucking you. Okay, the thing is, it, the, the thing that make it almost canceled, because the way her response was like, like I was talking completely hey, creep. And she ain't know none of this shit. Like, she was like, what are you talking about, Carter? And I'm like... You done got a, a dude that you done asked Woke you up to some dick. And was like, I'm, I'm pleading the same case with the same energy. Like, you've acted sleep, but you knew you was up. And the dude was like, all right, let, let's see what's going on. Let's I work fell these asleep angles. before you did. And let me, you sleep yeah. to the side. I'm going to pick this ass cheek up and I'm going to put my <laughs> dick right there. I'm going to uh, 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 put a little bit on the head. Hey, for, before I go any further, uh, um, most valuable valuable commenter and most loyal listener goes to Riri off top. Oh, definitely. Off goddamn top. Hey, Riri, I don't know if you got no liquor on you right now. We doing an award show, but you listen to this podcast consistently. You be in here commenting, talking mm -hmm. your shit. A lot of times when ain't nobody in there, you the only one in there, and yeah. you be giving real talk. And I'm a, this is a little more than I need to be having. It, but because this is for you, loyal listener and, and, and um, uh, consistent. And, and, and bow-legged cousin, as we found out as well. No, that's not her. You got oh, her fucked that up. That wasn't her. That oh, wasn't okay. Riri. Okay. That was uh, Gemini 9. We ah, never heard from again. Ah, okay. Riri okay. came out to the uh, the recording of the special, which is dropping next year. Mm -hmm. And she is constantly on here doing her thing, paying attention and watching and just fucking with us. And we love you to death. And I'm going to take this shot for you. I ain't planning on doing this whole shot. I'm going to be done after this shit. All right. All right. But we're going to do the cancel in a moment. But 
And Kari said that, and it didn't make it no better because my dog was on here home. Also, business <laughs> owner, good friend of mine. That was a that was a, a unreleased episode. Unreleased oh, that bitch never dropped, episode. Did yeah, 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 yeah. So. And um, he came so strong. He was like, "Man, I don't give a fuck. I'm fucking hoes when they sleep." <laughs> Wait, time. <laughs> I might be making more. We ain't say who. Then. We ain't say who. So no, we yeah, did. Yeah. He was just like, "Man, I don't give a. I mean, I, I love fucking sleepy bitches. I was like." <laughs> My he definitely saying. came through with the he he had the Cosby vibes. He took he took where I was coming from times a thousand. Yeah, he made Kari sound just like he was on cars. Like I ain't say all that now. <laughs> but if I had to say moment that might have got somebody canceled or was talking crazy, I I mean just in in recent memory would be uh put it like this. And before I say this one, because it's the most recent, I'm gonna say this. JD had the most canceled moment that we could have ever had, and we made sure we didn't hear it. Because when we was doing that that podcast about lifestyle, he made that white girl pull her titties out on some black snake moan type shit. This is the stuff y'all don't see. Like, like JD set it up when she was downstairs, and like we talking to him, and you can't see the setup, but we talking to him like you know he be in the like on here it's like a backstage, but we can still see him, and we talking like all right JD, we gonna talk about Wooty Woo. He like yeah, and then like a white girl comes out the background. With a robe on And I'm like Who is this And he set this shit up And he was like Come here sit down And she come walk over And sit down He like yeah This such and such You wanna do the podcast She's like yeah Whoa 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 So she sit down And he like Yeah pull your titties out And she pull these little These little You know not, not Anyway She pulled her titties out They were some titties You know They wasn't my speed I would Hey somebody sucking on them And they would like to suck on them But That was the moment That could have got us cancelled But it never happened that was the greatest one. Kari's was wild because that nigga should conduct himself better than that. He's a people of the, he's a man of the community. JD is a fifty year old fucking grandfather having bitches pull their titties out on on motherfucking uh, uh live stream. What is this shit called? Streamyard. On, on Streamyard. But the moment that could have possibly got to cancel that guy air is when Marie started talking about that shit, that stuff that happened at Oxford. And her and her views on it was very, like, not thought out. I know she had good intentions with what she was saying, but they just wasn't hitting. And in this world we live in, they would have got her all the way the fuck out of here. What is Marie Ree saying? Okay, she said, love you. Okay, <laughs> she said, uh, love y'all. Everything y'all doing is dope. Keep it up. Uh, and she appreciated the thanks of the shout out. And she also appreciated, uh, let's see. She just laughing at, at as crazy as this shit is. Riri, crazy, we definitely got mad love for you for tuning in and, and keeping this shit going. You know, like, subscribe, share, all the good shit. And you definitely one of the soldiers in the mix as we keep growing of everything we doing. And actually, I know you said we about to rap. We got... Let's see how I many more say, categories we got. I was one, done with the drink. We got one, two. We had one twenty-two. Let's get these. We we, yeah. we got two more categories, and then I got the song. I think the song of the yeah. day. We gonna have a great lyrical breakdown. We gonna finish strong. So like I said, I meant I was finished with the drink. I took a shot, but I didn't. I'm gonna finish this Neho because fuck it. You know, I got all I gotta do is go to work tomorrow. We are. You always gotta do something tomorrow. <laughs> Somebody give a fuck about that. <laughs> Again, shout out to EJ. We love you, my boy. Shout out to uh, Joe, who um, who makes this uh, thing go down, man. Shout out to uh, everybody, man. Shout out to everybody. Shout out to Sonny. We doing good work. We building on some other shit, mm -hmm. man. Shout out to everybody, man. We keeping it moving. So um, I don't know what Kari doing. He pulling up another tab right now. Mm -hmm. But um, 
Yes, I was wondering if you were going to bring her up. She had a couple of comments that would have been cancellation time. Most definitely. She was talking crazy, but, you know, sometimes people get on the microphone yeah, and they, they talk crazy. Shout I mean, she we, came up here with a McFish, and I mean, a lot of times, man. <laughs> McDonald's that, got that take niggas. That, that McFish is how you say some wild shit. Dave Johnson, what's up, my baby boy? I don't know who that is, but what's up? I think that's my cousin. Go to that. Okay, yeah, yeah. I think that might be my cousin, Dave your cousin, Johnson. Let's see. Let's see. I you can't see. really see his shit. Let's see. You see? Is Dave that your cousin? Johnson. Is that Dave Jizzle? <laughs> is that Dave Jizzle? Man, that, that looks like a Dave Jizzle ass picture. Dave picture. Jizzle? Dave Jizzle got the, uh, wait, he, he tried to throw on like the, uh, man, that's the, a picture he the, put the up yays, on. The yays, the black frames. That's some shit he put up on Crush Spot. Dave Jizzle, you got on black <laughs> Crush Spot. <laughs> Shout out to my nigga Dave Jizzle. He would have came on, but he couldn't come to A today. classic, a classic guest. Oh, classic guest. Classic yeah, we, guest. we got guest of the year coming up too. Do we guest of the year? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got guest of the year. This nigga making up shit. <laughs> Did we cover everything? I talked about Western Michigan. Shout out to J-Bill, man. They about to move out to Atlanta. I love you, boy. Good luck out there, man. Anything you need, hit me up. Yep, that's Dave Jizzle for sure. That mm. nigga last name, Johnson. <laughs> Something ain't right about the Johnsons. You you won, uh, you won uh, Simp Story of the Year, sir. As yeah, crazy as it is. Did he yeah. win it? No, Joe. Josh won that. Oh yeah, Josh, Josh won that. You okay, was in the wait, running. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah, he wasn't. Josh running. won that because he got did bogus. Yeah, yeah. I, okay, I don't know what we finna do down here, but I want to just tell this story, man. I want to get this off my chest. This is something from the vault. We got a lot of shit in the vault that this ain't never been in the vault, but we probably gonna release a lot of shit from the vault now because I think statutes and limitations up on a lot of shit. <laughs> <I did. sighs> I remember one time I hosted this erotic poetry show, and at the time I, mm, I might have just said too much. But anyway, uh, I, I I did a thing. I did a writing poetry show, and somebody that I was with at the time, me and her, we went and hung out for uh, my big cousin's birthday. And we went to the spot, and we kicked it. And um, at the time, I was kicking it. And when I say big cousin, it really wasn't like somebody I'm really related to, but they so close that they're cousin. So um, we Play went cousin. to— yeah, not a play cousin, but, like, she was close enough to be a cousin. Like, my big cousin was really super tight with some chicks that's, like, her sisters. They best friends, but they sisters, so she's like my big cousin. So we went, kicked it. My cousin had everybody out kicking it. Uh, everybody drinking. They see my girl. They like, all right, this your girl. They getting her drunk. They didn't know that at the time I was fucking one of the daughters of my cousin's friend nobody knew that hmm. but me and her so they getting my girl drunk she fucked up so the whole time i'm sitting there when she my girl would go off i'm i'm, I'm all on old girl grabbing her titties and feeling on her and <laughs> niggas looking and i'm drunk as fuck so this might be drunk moment of the year <laughs> <laughs> the off camera the off episode drunk so, moment they, of the year. <laughs> so they looking at me like they looking like they didn't even know we knew each other like that. So imagine you see two people that you don't even think know each other like that till you look over at me and I got a handful of titty in a club and I don't got titty. And then my cousin was like holding me up like, nigga, your girl coming. So I got right. So they got my girl so fucked up that we get to the house. We get back to the room. She's so fucked up. She drunk. She go to sleep. Now, if that was Kari or old boy, they would have tried to fuck her. <laughs> <laughs> you see, you see how he do. You see how he do. <laughs> you see, you can't give Josh an inch. <laughs> if that was Corey or my man, they would have tried to fuck her. Like she woke up with dick in her. But I had too much respect for my he girl. Tried to, he tried to make me Mr. Huxtable out this motherfucker. So my nigga Heathcliff would have fucked her. So I chilled. 
Oh, girl, pull up to my house, my apartment. I put on some hoop shorts. Remember what I said? Hoop shorts. It's like lingerie for a nigga. And I go outside, and we start fucking in the car. My girl in the apartment sleep. I'm a taller nigga, so I can't really fuck in cars like that, especially little-ass compact cars. I'm like, and I try to use a condom. I didn't want to use one, but I'm like, this shit ain't working. This car is weird. So we go down. Ridiculous. Yeah. So we go down to the laundry room in my apartment, and we fuck downstairs. <laughs> and, um... I went back upstairs and I was looking around. You know, you thinking your girl, she was knocked out. This is, and this I just got, is, this I just is wildest boy of the year as as well as drunkest moment of the year this combined. Is, this is like a you like uh, winning multiple categories. Uh, like if this is the college football award, yeah. you coming home with like all that shit. Nigga, this my I'm Lauren Hill, nigga at the Grammys. <laughs> Cause I was ain't shit nigga and anything. I went to the bathroom, washed my dick off, and went and laid back in the bed with my girl, like <laughs> scared. But she was so fucked up because they had her mixing and drinking. They didn't know they was just getting her drunk because it's my girl. They was showing her love, and I just fucked the whole bitch outside and downstairs in the laundry room. So I just want to tell Wild. that story, man, because I, I I need confirmation for all the karma that I'm getting back in my life. <laughs> Cause I like to be like, why is all this happening to me? And then I had to remind myself, like, nigga, you fucked a bitch in the laundry room while the girl that loved you was in the bed sleep. <laughs> like, if she woke up, what was you gonna say? Why you smell like pussy? I went over here to the little Bosco's and fish. Uh, you buy we fry. Riri, Josh, you got a triple double. Yeah, I did, and trichomonas. <laughs> no, I didn't get nothing. Which is funny. I didn't get nothing from the girl in the laundry room. <laughs> Here we go. We ain't going to do that. Here we go. But that's the story I wanted to tell and get it off my chest. That's just stories from the vault right there, man. Okay. That's what... That's... that's uh. That's the new segment, right? Uh, that's a part of the new segment Um, where the hoes at. I was a hoe that day. Hilarious. The hoes was in the laundry room and I ain't had no business doing that. I should have just took my girl home and made love to her as opposed to fucking this other girl in the laundry room. But that's the greed that come with a man. And I got to stop telling women my past because they judge you with your, about your past. Like, they be like, tell me about you. And then when you tell them these things, they, they use it against you to be like, well, what kind of nigga is you? I'm not telling nobody else shit about me. <laughs> All right, Corey, let's continue on because we had right. we had an hour thirty. All right, so here we go. You gonna like this category? I'm mad. I'm sick. I gotta come again. Yeah, Dave, just yeah, you gotta yeah. come, my baby. We gonna get you on, my nigga. We, right. we we got this one. So best lesson of the year. What did you learn most from this podcast this year? That don't lie. Stop lying. Stop lying. And you ain't gotta fuck everybody. That's what I learned this year. And um, I shouldn't do that, especially people that support what I do. And this is a very vulnerable moment, and I shouldn't do this. But I'm just being real. I, you shouldn't fuck everybody that supports you. Like, you should not take that. You should let people be what they are and let them support you. And, um, yeah, 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 that's it. Yeah, 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 yeah. I shouldn't, because it, it it caused a lot of heartache on both ends, and it changed relationships with people that I had that I got real, that I had real love for as far as like I fucked with what they do, and now it's kind of weird. You know what I'm saying? So keep your dick in your pants. Stop lying. <laughs> so, don't lie, especially to the people that care about you. And nigga, just keep it a buck. And I think now I'm just getting older, nigga. That pussy shit, I'm done with it. I'm done with lying. Pussy make me lie. <laughs> 
That's why I gotta stop fucking with it. So that's the lesson. I don't you want learned. no dick. That's what you. But learned. I'm just saying. I don't want y'all to think I'm like fucking the game up switching. I'm going to chill because I need to discipline myself because when it comes to pussy, I need a better control over. And I had a good control over, and I got a good control over now. I'm older. I'm 37 years old, about to be 38. Pussy shouldn't be something that um drops me to my knees. No pun intended. Okay. What you learn, nigga? <coughs> oh, lesson like of the year. Boy, I okay. Need to hit the water. All right. So, uh, lesson of the year from the podcast, man. It, it was okay. Let, let me go through the list because it was so many different things, especially like, um, you know, because we we get on some serious topics as much as we'll joke and everything like that. For sure. um, I think that uh, you know, I, I think that the even the. Ugh. Even like Nate gave some different perspective when we did the whole Jeezy and Love and the Jenny Jenny May and kind of along the lines of what you're talking about, like just how men look at things and different, you know, different than women. But one of the biggest lessons that we were learning uh, was the perspective of when Jason Jamerson and Jay Bell came on the show and we were talking about the whole delay Billy Sorrell situation, the comedians, and just the relationship that uh, a wife can have with a male friend and, and a best friend. And just from the outside looking in, it's like, hmm, that seems like I would have my guard up on things. But but from what Jay Bell and Jason kind of said, they said, like, you know, Basically, in that marriage, sometimes your wife's male best friend can be an advocate to keep that couple together and actually be fighting on your behalf. So from like my understanding from the outside, not being married and knowing just the angles of my mind, maybe thinking on a lower level or whatever, um, you know, it, sometimes uh, husbands support and encourage that male friend outside the marriage. So that men and women can be platonic friends. Because I definitely don't think that, because like, you know what I'm saying? I've had, every woman I've ever dealt with had friends that she thought was platonic, but they was really niggas just waiting in the background. Like, I'm just waiting on my turn to get through. You know what I'm saying? Like, a lot of niggas don't have, not game or just, you know, what it takes to be like what they want. A lot of niggas, uh... A lot of niggas' superpower is persistence and patience, and they sit back in the cut and wait. And, you know, they be like, I can live in a friend zone because eventually I'll be able to put my my head between those thighs. I, I, think, I think it's my perspective from that episode was them as married men talking about it. Even though they may recognize that, they also recognize the whole concept of, you know, sometimes your wife needs another man to bounce some shit off of. So that's what we learning here. <clears throat> Men and women can be platonic friends, but it's also good women for you to know, like, just like you would tell us, it's a it's a bitch want to fuck your guy. Like, she wants to fuck you. She's just that and third. Listen to your man, because I've used this analogy before. And Denzel said it in training day. You need a wolf to catch a wolf. All men have that shit inside of them. All men want to fuck you while you sleep. And now that you know that, understand that when your man tell you something, it ain't, a lot of times it's not insecurity. A lot of times it's just me letting you know that, hey, watch out for cuz, cause cuz is really just sniffing around cause he's just trying to find his way. And um, I'll I, I stump a crease in that nigga pants if I got to, if he played oh, with you is. wrong. So that's just what we wanna let you know. All right, so what's the next cat? All right, so the last one is prettiest nipples hilarious it's the mvp so guest of the year that's it 
MVP guest of the year. Now, this is hard because we had a lot of people on here, and I don't know where the year started, where the year began. Hmm. Guest of the year, guest of the year, guest of the year. We had so many great podcasts. We had so many great guests on this podcast that it's hard for me to say that, man. Honestly, everybody is the MVP, and I know that's corny to say. We had I I, I like the uh, that we had the doctor that got the gorilla glue out of old girls' hair. Are you talking about classic? Oh moment. yeah, yeah, yeah. That was very classic. <laughs> that was very uh. That was very MVP-ish. That was very uh, doctor, whatever his name was, got all the way off and told us how. I think he said it was monkey pee. I think he said it was monkey pee. We had a lot of great guests on here, though. But, I mean, that might be it. Just to be like, all right, yeah, ended on that. Uh, MVP, MVP, MVP. Who have we had here that was just really good? I mean, Lovey was great. I mean, I would hate to give her rookie and MVP, but she was great on this podcast. Um, the MVP. The MVP would be the couple from the live podcast because they came on here and as a tandem, they put it all on the motherfucking line. Like, Yeah, like you said, that is like that. That is like the you. That that's like it's damn near it's Alabama. It's basically like you're going. Yeah, they yeah. go pro. Everybody came out that podcast was the greatest podcast guest of any podcast that you've ever heard or seen on any TV show, talk show, news. They came and showed their ass. Everybody contributed, <clears throat> and it might just be that whole show. And I hate to give that show so much love because it caused so much t- turmoil in um in my life. I gotta stop saying that. I did that. I did that. That podcast was still great. I went ahead and fucked people that I had no business fucking. So I can't blame the podcast. <laughs> it was me. But what I will say is that couple was off the chain because my man said he didn't have no problem with another man fucking his girl, and he would tell him how to fuck his girl good. Yeah. He's the real MVP. For you to be able to tell a nigga to say, hey, man, when you hit my girl missionary, put one of them toes in your mouth because that's what she liked. <laughs> You more you more than a man than I am, my nigga. Because <laughs> you better not never let a nigga hit that pussy when you engaged and then and dealing with a nigga like me. So that is the MVP, in my opinion. That couple is the MVP together as one. And if they still together, shout out to them, but I don't think they are. But if they is, they they MVP together and separate. So we got co-MVPs <laughs> like when um, Grant Hill and um, Jason Kidd won. Co-MVP go to them. Shout out to them from the first live house pod. They showed their ass. Rap Talk got whatever he got for that night. But nigga, the MVPs, they were great. That whole podcast, that whole night was great. That whole weekend was amazing. So I'm going to give it to the whole first house pod. Those are the MVP guests because they showed up, showed out. We packed people in. We drunk. We had a good time. Shout out to Alicia who brought out all the food. She brought the games. She was amazing. Uh, nigga, shout out to Kari for nigga just executing and putting shit together crazy. But let's go ahead and knock this out. Uh, what else we got going on here before right. we, we, we before end this Before we wrap up. This all right. year. So, so like I said, the, the song of today. You going to play it too? Yeah, I'm going to play a little. I'm going to play the snippet. You know what I'm song saying? Song of the day, man. As we know. And you're very familiar with this. This actually but may end up, up being why it is the song of the, the okay, song of the this thing. This is the song of the day. Song. What did I say? This, basically, this is my whole vibe of everything you've been saying this whole podcast about how you're feeling and your perspectives on engaging the fairer sex, which we explore often on this bro, it podcast. Better not be no sugar free shit, bro. <laughs> no, it's not, brother. Coming down with you to get your bitchy, brother. No, 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 no. I listen to a lot of sugar free, and he knows that. But no, the it's this. Is, this nigga. <laughs> 
Whoever can name this, get free tickets to a show I got coming up. In physical attraction, but to my satisfaction, maybe you were more than just a friend. And if I ever love, I will be sure that the lady is my Boy, so yes, my that seems friend. to be. So let's go through the lyric. Let's have you do the lyric breakdown. Man, we're going to break these lyrics down. I don't know what this got to do with me fucking with white girls in 2022. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here, man. Um, y'all didn't respond fast enough. That's Shy um, with the song, uh, If I Ever Fall In Love Again. The lyrics start off, the very first time that I saw your brown eyes, your lips said, hello. And of course, what he said, hi. I knew right then you were the one. That's a little presumptuous. <laughs> Just because she said hello, you said how you like this the bitch right here. You easily gonna get hurt if all a girl got to say to you was hello and you say hi for you to be like this the one. But he ain't no fool because he said I knew right then you were the one. But I was caught up in physical attraction, which a lot of us are. Physically, depending on where you at, as far as inebriation status wise, you'll put up with a lot of shit you wouldn't do. Mm. You looking at her, fat ass, big titties. Beautiful smile. Hey, man, she said hello. I said hi. She the one. You know what I'm saying? But to my satisfaction, what he said was, baby, you were more than just a phase. I didn't know that. I saw he said it. I thought he said you were more than just a friend. So I'm today years old when I found out that he said that you were more than just a phase. Now, we don't all deal with phases before where you like, um, I like light-skinned girls. Or I like girls with fat asses. I like this, that, and the third. That's a phase. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And if I ever, ever fall in love again, I'll be sure that that lady is just a friend. I will be sure that that lady is just like you. Now, that sounds a little bit like Usher when he said that, uh, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? The thing about you, he said, girl, the thing about you that caught my eye is the same thing that makes me change my mind. You remind me of a bitch who burnt me before. <laughs> Figuratively and maybe even literally. <laughs> but my thing is this, dog. You know what I'm saying? He wanted to find a girl that was just like this girl. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The very next time she will be my friend. And if I could be your one and only, promise, 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 promise. That nigga gonna get hurt. He mm. wanted too bad. He promised too many times. Mm. He said, promise, 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 promise that you'll never leave me lonely. I just wanna be what you need. Man, listen. Mm. If you like her more than she like you, it ain't gonna never work. Wow. If she, if you, if you like her more than she like you, it ain't gonna never work in your favor, my nigga. <laughs> I'm telling you, bro. I've been in relationships where she liked me more, and then I start showing more love, and then the relationship fell apart. You got to, she got to always feel like nigga. She got to always, she can't never put it like this. In the world of jobs, she can't never really take all the shit out of her box and, and organize her cubicle because she got to feel like at any point in time I can be fired. Mm. She can't never be, never let her get too comfortable, man. 
Mm. If a woman get comfortable, she gonna move on to the next nigga who gonna make her feel super uncomfortable. Mm. Women live in discomfort. If wow. if you make them feel comfortable, like oh I got this nigga pegged and I know what he wanted and this that and the third, you gonna lose my nigga. <laughs> got on pegs. <laughs> Once she figure out she know what you gonna do, she can't never know what you come to the table with. She can't. You can't never like or love her more than she like you. Mm-hmm. Or show her. So, uh, let me see here. The very next time she'll be my friend, someone who I can believe in. Very next time she'll be my friend, woody woo woo woo. And that's pretty much the uh the gist yeah, of that repeats. song. But I was thinking just the way you're talking, it's like you looking for more of a, a stronger connection, more than physical more than physical. I've never a been friend. a friend. Have you ever befriended a woman and then it turned into something else? Mm. Nah, not really. That's what I'm saying. Like me and you sit here and talk about, you know, we on different we on different ends of the spectrum. I get into mm-hmm. a lot of relationships and they don't work because of me. I'm gonna say that because motherfuckers are like you never take accountability because of me, <laughs> Corey. You don't get in relationship. You don't because you jump straight into like, man, this is what I want from you. I don't need to be a friend because this is where you fit in my life. <laughs> now, if you were to befriend somebody, you'll find that oh, she can contribute to situations in your life and what you're doing more. Mm-hmm. And if I was to befriend and build with somebody more, I would be able to enhance all the other shit that when I want to get into it. So I think that actually building a real bond with a motherfucker could possibly, you know what I'm saying, increase yeah. um, a better outcome. We know we, we know a topic to because, yeah, the friendship opens up to vulnerability of my mind, like I always say, my program, because, yeah, the the premise of the connection is You'll stop calling it a program. Yeah, yeah, it's a friend. The friendship is a different get down. So, like, that's a different amount of vulnerability that I'm not used to. So I, I would be uncomfortable coming from that angle, but that would be new. That would be new for me. That'd be new for you. Yeah, it is. So 2022 is discipline and, and, and celibacy. And um, we hard on these hoes. <laughs> Everybody, Hilarious. everybody should go with that mantra into the new year, man. Be hard on a hoe, and a hoe could be anybody. It could be a woman, it could be a man, it could be a manager, it could be COVID, it could be your goals. But be hard on a hoe. All twenty-two, you've been taking it too easy on these hoes. Hard on a bitch. Mm. That could be a man, it could be a woman, it could be a dog, it could be a cat. Mm. It could be whatever you dealing with. You got cancer. Be hard on that motherfucker. That's what we doing in 22. We going hard on everything we got going on. You know what I'm saying? I don't know how I made that work, but I did. I took a pimp turn, and I made it something everybody can take and use in their life. So the, the hoe could be de- the devil. Whatever your thing is, be hard on the hoe in 22. <laughs> Put your tools up. We being hard on the hoe. You know what I'm saying? 22, I don't know what it is. I don't study, I don't study numerology, but we're going to be four times harder on these hoes than we was in 21. Kari is with it. And if a nigga fuck you while he sleep, it's because he got real love for you. Because <laughs> he know you on a level that nobody else know you on. So if you wake up with some dick in you, don't look up and be like, this nigga is a weirdo. Be like, you know what? This nigga cared enough about my satisfaction to fuck me before I even knew I needed to be satisfied. Mm. So, uh, hey, man, 
we got some big things coming up, man. We building this brick by brick, man. Um, shout out to Christina. Shout out to uh, Riri. Shout out to Dave Jizzle. <laughs> Riri on it. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> she said that's what she on. <laughs> Josh is saying some dumb shit. Shout out Riri. We hard on hoes. That's your career. That's these niggas. Um, politicians. Like, nigga, if, you, if whoever you, nigga, your alderman, your president, alderman. nigga, your government, who, your governor, nigga, the go- you know, your gubernatorials, landlord. your landlord. <laughs> Hey man, if your motherfucking heat ain't working, we hard on the hoe this year. Hey nigga, you you need this rent, nigga. I need you to go ahead and fix this motherfucker, nigga. This fan in here, when I my shit, I should cut this fan on. It should suck. It should suck all the stank out my house. <laughs> we hard on the hoe all twenty two. Hilarious. Hey man, we want more from the people around us because we give him more. We give him more, so we want more. I want as much as I give out. I'm giving out hundred and ten percent, nigga. I need hundred and twenty five bite. Cause we hard on the whole all twenty two, hilarious, flat out. So listen, man, I told you everything I got going on. I ain't gonna promote nothing else, but I want everybody to stay safe. COVID is out here and it's real. It seems they don't seem as real. Stay safe. Be uh, make sure you're intentional about how you move, man. If you ain't gotta go nowhere, don't go nowhere. Stay spaced out. Keep your mask on. February the eleventh, we got something special planned, man. Um, mm-hmm. Something for the singles. Mm-hmm. All the people that want, um, everybody that's trying to be hard on these hoes on 22, I need y'all to come through. Everybody that's want to be Fred, Fred Flintstone on a hoe in 22, Fred Flintstone, <laughs> bedrock shit. Barney, everybody on their Barney Rubble in 22, everybody on their Wilma in 22. February 11, mark your calendar. There's five people here. Mark your calendar. We got a an event plan that I think is going to be really big fun and regardless of what's finna happen whether they shut shit down or whatever it is it's going to be set up enough to where everybody's going to be safe and we're going to have a good time we're going to have a great ass time so all the singles weekend of Valentine's Day February the 11th mm-hmm. we just going to say the date we ain't going to get a venue out Astro Bay what's happening I need my cookies and I got your hoodie we going hard on hoes all 22 <laughs> For the people that's new to this shit. <laughs> this is goofy. <laughs> we hard on hoes. Oh, shit, not single. Nicholas, that's crazy. You know why? You ain't got to be single to come to this. You know what I'm saying? This for everybody. I can't get a location out, but mark your calendars. Yeah. February the 11th. It's in the city of Detroit, though. I want everybody to know that because I know we got people out to the city and, and everywhere else. February the 11th in the city, downtownish. Mm-hmm. We got some shit popping off. Big fun. It's going to be a very, very fun event. And I know I'm calling all the singles out, but it's more of a, uh, it's more how you relate to Valentine's Day, more yeah. than being single. So you can even be somebody in a whole happy relationship and come out. So don't think if you come out with your girl or your guy that somebody's going to be sniping. No, it's just about your relationship with Valentine's Day. So anybody that's in a situation where you might not be all the way in love with love right now. You can come out, you can have a good time, we have some good wholesome fun. And you can come be hard on the hoe. <laughs> 2022. Goofy. February the 11th. Everybody, mark your calendars right now. If you mark your calendars right now, I need everybody who just marked their calendars. I need a green check in the comments. It's five people in here. I need five green checks before we go. 
Hilarious. I need five green checks in the comments right now. If you marked in your calendars, February the 11th. I need green Whoa. checks. <laughs> okay, it good. just went there. <laughs> Hold on. Okay, good. The girl last night drops. She's down for bringing in other people in the bedroom. And you know what you are? Uh, You already being blessed coming into 22. <laughs> But, Nick, I need you to let her know. I'm hard on hoes. <laughs> Don't say no goofy shit like that, Nick. Hey, if you mark your calendar, I'm waiting. Before I need five people. I need five checks in there right now to know people that mark their calendars for February the 11th. We have an event planned that's going to be safe. It's going to be fun. And you have never come through and experienced anything like this before. February the 11th, hosted by me. It's going to be a great time. I need y'all to check it out. It's in the city of Detroit. Great parking, great venue, big fun. Mm-hmm. February, Valentine's Day weekend, man. It's about your relationship with Valentine's Day, man. Ooh, I see one. What I see here, ha, 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 fucking marked February the 11th. Katrina just marked it. Ooh, Astro Bay, I need my cookie. I got your hoodie. We getting it popping. I see one, two, three, four. I need one more. I see one more, and I think we good, unless this is somebody who's spamming. He, like, they do some type of... Uh, you know how motherfuckers be spamming and shit like that. Like, man, I can take 500 and turn it 1,500. Or you want me to draw you a cartoon? <laughs> All right, everybody I mark their calendar. <laughs> so I'm going to keep these people names in mind. And y'all going to get discounts on the advanced tickets that we popping up with, man. Mm-hmm. But it's going down. So I'm glad to know y'all tapped in. So February 11th, we're going to have more information as we go along. But uh, listen, man, I wish nothing but blessings to everybody on these um, on the new year coming up. Please be safe. Mm-hmm. Y'all made it. We made it already. The next year, man, hey, man, it's a clean slate. You get to do it. Everyone, every day is a clean slate. But, hey, a new year is coming upon us. Anything you want, you can have it, man. You just got to manifest it. All right, what you got going on, Car? Man, same old, same old. We're going to be doing more stuff, uh, more guests. We probably going to take this on the road. We're going to travel a little bit with this, have some fun. You'll get more in the podcast. We're going to put more into the YouTube YouTube of it. EJ definitely holding us down. So if you're watching now, just keep watching. And then don't be surprised if we we on we Wednesday nights now. Don't be surprised if we pop in maybe on a Monday or a Friday or we may add a night. Probably gonna add a night. We're gonna add some shit you never know, man. Hey, thank y'all for tapping in. Happy New Year's for the people, man. If I don't see you before then, like I said, and I'm a showcase, I'm gonna see y'all tomorrow, man. Happy New Year's, man. And with everything in my heart and soul, I mean this, dog. I love y'all. Real talk, man. Be cool, man. Y'all be good. y'all be easy out there. 100. Man, I'm fucked up. I shouldn't even need all this mayhem, bro, but it's done. We did it. We did it. We ain't taking nothing in the, nothing in the future, nigga. We leaving all that bullshit in the past. We leaving the bullshit in the past. We hard on these hoes. All 22. We hard on these hoes. We hard on these hoes. Don't be paying no attention to this craziness. You're listening to the Detroit is Different After Dark Podcast Network.